Hey, what's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back again to ATI, the car shipping business channel. My name is Jay. You know, my goal every Tuesday night is to bring you another trade show level business presentation to you wherever you are because your automotive business deserves the latest in logistics news. And if you're busy, and I know you are, in a minute, I'm going to give the welcome show lineup. You're going to know what to expect if you're watching on demand. You're going to be able to skip ahead using the clickable video timecode links below in the video description. Please do leave a comment. Remember to like, share, tell your friends. Thanks for watching ATI. Mic check, one, two, three. We're okay. Auto repossession and recovery is an important part of the auto remarketing life cycle. And yet, Owners and agents feel like they're in constant conflict with the businesses they're working for. Sounds like auto transport, doesn't it? What would happen if dealers, carriers, brokers, and lenders understood more about the challenges in auto repo and recovery today? Can we make the automotive ecosystem work better? On tonight's show, we're featuring Joel Kennedy, Executive Director of the American Recovery Association, Vaughn Clemens, President, Automobile Recovery Bureau. Brianna Cox, President at Paradigm Recovery. Wayne Ray of Romans Adjusters. And Ben Goodman, NIADA Senior 20 Group Moderator. So please, join the live chat. Ask your questions, share your thoughts, grow your business, break out of your vertical. Because it's Tuesday Nights Live on ATI Auto Business. I'm Jay, your host. Welcome back to the show. What's up, ecosystem? Welcome back again. Can you feel the growth? Can you see it? I'm watching the car hauler and I'm thinking, man, you know, we are, uh, we're starting to outgrow our early shoes of the car shipping business channel. Remember Auto Transport Intel? Man, things have changed. Um, so I'm excited that we're back and um, we got a, we got a great show up ahead of us. Um, don't forget, oh yeah, let's do the, uh, oh, there's the welcome show lineup. Well, that makes it easy. Um, yeah, hello live chat, industry news, Ty's going to come in and help me introduce Joel Kennedy, American Recovery Association, so hold the presses, you know, I used to have a repo hammer, and uh, I retired it, because now I'm reaching across the aisle, and transport and recovery, repo, shipping, logistics, has a lot in common, I didn't even know, years ago, I didn't know either, so we're here tonight to bring the news, that we have a lot to talk about. Oh, wait, where did we go? There we go. So Joel at American Recovery Association, Repo.org, is our first guest. And then we're going to continue loading the panel. we got Vaughn Clemens, Automotive Recovery Bureau, Brianna Cox, Paradigm Recovery, uh, Wayne Ray. This will be his first time on ATI from Romans Adjusters. And Ben Goodman is here from NIADA, which is really awesome. A special treat. Um... An amazing lineup. I'm really excited to have this group here tonight. And what is part of the fun is that, you know, this is this stuff's weeks in the making. And then, you know, fruition and live. So here we go. Um, do me a favor. If you, well, I was going to say this first. 
If you've got an extra like, if you got a like just laying around somewhere, you can leave it here. We love that. Thank you so much. Uh, and you can click share, click copy, grab the YouTube link, share it. Let somebody know on social media, hey, Jay says that we have a lot in recovery. Who knew? Well, and if you, you know, I know that we get emails and you want to talk to a coach or, um, you know, you're about to jump into that equipment, call or text Ty, 417-483-2764. And, um, yeah, he wants to help you. He, he'll, he'll talk your ear off. <laughs> he'll tell you things you don't want to know. That's what we do here at ATI. Um, this It's education, it's engagement, it's news, and hopefully a little bit of fun in between. But um, we try to ride that rail. So thanks for joining us again for another show. I'll tell you what, do me a favor, stick around, because right after this, we're going to go into the live chat. I want to talk to you. Why is auto shipping such a challenge? If shipping cars is part of your job, you've wasted time assigning and tracking shipments, waited around while deadlines are missed, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. And if you're a carrier moving cars, you've wasted time with bad contact info and shipments that aren't available, waited around for help locating vehicles and receiving payments, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. At PAL, we integrate systems for seamless API automations, provide daily email updates, custom portals and reporting, provide ACH quick pays, and we never hide from any questions. Join the auto logistics revolution because it's time to do things better. Pre-owned auto logistics, vehicle transportation made safe, reliable, and easy. Pre-owned auto logistics provides car shippers with experienced professional drivers, a fully insured modern fleet, and friendly, knowledgeable customer service. Visit preownedautologistics.com. Uh, links in the live chat, and let's do that. Let's go into the live chat where we find our friends. Is this where we find our friends and ecosystem? Yes, it is on Tuesday nights. Thank you guys so much for saying hello, jumping in. Mark Grodicky was in here first. Hey, what's going on, Mark? Looking forward to another great show, as am I. Thank you, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Kimberly's in here. Welcome to Tuesday Nights Live. Thanks for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Tommy Whitmore. Hey, bud. Hey, what's up, Tommy? Good to hear from you. What's happening in, what's happening in Florida, right? Man, the news cycle moves so fast. What's happening in Florida? Let us know. Cleto Man. Yo, what's up, Cleto Man? Uh, making it into the... Uh, Cleto Man's been making it into the live trade show stuff. That's when you know we got another hardcore viewer when they join for the automotive trade shows. Thank you so much, Cleto Man. Um, Ty is here, and he wants to help answer your questions. If Again, if you have a question, just want to bounce an idea. Carriers, dealers, brokers, dispatchers, Sinan Skonkick. What's going on, man? Hey, thank you. That's awesome. Thanks for saying hello. That's great. I love it. And uh, shout out to Seth. Seth uh, has been watching for a while, and he joined us Thursday on Dispatching Live, and finally something, you know, the dam broke, and he was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm emailing you, I'm texting you, love this show, and uh, man, it's great. So thank you. We love that. We love that so much. That gives us so much juice. Thank you. 
David Johns Jr. says, hello, everyone. What's up, David? How are you doing? What's new? I think we're going to get a lot of repo and recovery in here, folks, tonight. And that's cool, too. So please do say hello and let us know what's going on. Tell us about the conflict, right? What vertical are you butting heads with? No company names, but verticals. Verti verticals versus verticals. That's what we want to know and talk about. Uh, ben Goodman is here, too. What's up, Ben? Thank you so much for saying hello in the live chat. You know, the uh, the discussion starts in about... Uh, uh, it'll be a little while. But well, we're good. So just hang out. Enjoy the show. Uh, it's assuming a lot, Jay. Kleedemann says, Who do you think earns more, carriers or brokers? Well, see, it's the grass is always greener. Probably is a good way to start. I'm assuming brokers have better profit, but I know it's not easy. Um, but some carriers do quite well, so I don't know. I don't know. Loaded question. Muzi a truckifies here. What's going on, Muzi? What's happening? What's new in your world, man? Uh, let's see. Sinan is oh a carrier, obviously, is is an answer to probably something I said. Everything moves so quickly. Um, Repo Ryan is here. What's up, Repo Ryan? NWR Possession out of, I want to say the Chicago area. Pretty sure that's right. Ryan's been on the show. He's got a, he's got a clip in there somewhere. Oh, Wayne is here from Romans Adjusters. What's going on, Wayne? So that's cool. Wayne is going to be on the show tonight. Um, we're, we're excited to see Wayne. We love having, uh, uh, folks, uh, okay, <laughs> Vaughn's in there twice. Danny B is here. What's up, Danny B? Auto transport, represent, right? We say it, you know, when we're in meetings, because now, okay, so we recently started saying connecting retail, wholesale, logistics, and tech, but we make no bones about it. We come from transportation. That's where our roots are, um, and you'll see it in our shows. I mean, the Wednesday show, Live Care Advice, Clearly a transportation show. Dispatching live, that's going to run forever. Because load boards and carriers and dispatchers, that, that's a forever thing. So we are uh, we, we clearly have a strong, giant toe in transportation. But we're trying to bring in the rest of the automotive ecosystem. It's so important to our industry. Tommy, we're at dead stop. Very few cars last 10 days. Yeah. You know, Tommy, that is what everybody's saying. I've gotten a few emails like, Jay, you know, what are you seeing? Man. Um, so I I don't know. Um, and you know what I'm looking for is articles about it. Do we see any news about, like, why? How are the load boards? They have, I mean, the volumes, it's not dead. There's still volume. There, last time Central Dispatch, last week. 25,000 plus loads nationwide. That's quite a few. That's more than any other load board. But the rates are just so low. And we start talking about carriers calling in on loads and saying, I'll do it for 100 bucks less. Oh my God. What are you talking about? It's awful. It's terrible. Oh, and then loads that were posted at, oh, well, it was posted at 500, but so many people called in so fast and people started jumping over each other to do it for less. We changed it to 300. Wow. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Um, oh, wait. Vaughn is Joel Kennedy here disguised as Vaughn. Well, good. Excellent. 
Excellent job. Um, yeah, we got Joel Kennedy on the show, Vaughn Clemens on the show, uh, Brianna Cox will be up in here in a bit, I, I think, and uh, Wayne and Ben. We got a full show. This is going to be awesome. Sinan, do you think that the situation with Russia and Ukraine is going to affect car shipping? Like when military starts moving, maybe. So, okay, well, this is interesting, Sinan. So I see articles in... I, I, I go through so many articles and so many news cycles and stuff. And I, I minimize the amount of international news that I bring in. And actually, like, Automotive Logistics, you can go to automotivelogistics.media and you can brush up on more international events. They've ran a couple articles about Russia and Ukraine and plants, and it's hard to know exactly. Uh, it's just... So, overall, no, for example, I'll tell you what's happening internationally is Tesla... <laughs> That's like all I gotta say. But um, they're having trouble with China and shipping, and there's there's a rate fluctuation happening with o ocean vessel shipping right now. There's also, like, kind of an EV battery war. Like, that's a surprise. But, like, yeah, so Tesla's having shipping issues, and I don't think... I think it's... Some of it's uh, political. I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's hard to understand. Yeah, that's why I, I don't have any stories about Russia and Ukraine, but... I will tell you, I'm keeping an eye on it. I just don't know, I don't know how, how to report it without it being, here's one of the things. I like evergreen news, news that's going to be relevant for a while, like the latest crash or bankruptcy. I don't, I mean, it's just, you know, it's passe. Obviously, Russia, Ukraine news is not passe, so I'm tempted by it, and I'm also trying to figure out how to, how to distill it into useful information. I haven't figured it out. Great question. Love that. Thanks for the tangent. That was cool. Um, Vaughn, okay, Vaughn 2.0, also disguised as Vaughn. <laughs> Repo Ryan, yes, sir, Chicagoland. Okay, cool, yeah. And Repo Ryan, and this is Re uh, Ryan, Repo Ryan, Ryan Miller, good example of uh, somebody in recovery, Repo recovery. And tell me if I'm wrong. Up for grabs. What's the difference between repossession and recovery? Is it the same thing? I don't know, man. Okay. Um, so we're going to find that out. But uh, Ryan is, is in both. Um, David John's done right recovery. Awesome. Thanks, David. Yeah. Awesome. Tommy getting scared. is I know. It is. It's scary. Well, that's the thing, Tommy. See, and, and, and here's what, what's really scary. Is that... The hope that the the cheap carriers will just go out of business and stay out of business and new cheap carriers won't take their place. The, that hope has been going on so long that good carriers, compliant carriers, are going out of business. So, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's a bad problem. I don't know what we do. And even the DOT, FMCSA, they're trying to, like, find the non-compliant carriers and get them off the road but i don't are they invisible do they drive at night i mean i don't where are they i have it i don't know i don't know what's going on this is where tommy anybody scared should talk to ty i'm gonna put his number in right now because it, it this matters to us and and the remarketers and everybody they don't know they don't know 
what we're facing. If 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 another fifty percent of the carriers go out of business, man, I don't know what's gonna happen, dude. Uh Sinan, I was asking about USA like when USA soldiers start moving. Oh. Well, so okay. Nice. How does Russia Ukraine affect USA? And by the way, I don't are we even at war? Right? How many USA soldiers, or should I say snipers, are in Ukraine? And I, th these are good questions. I don't know. I'll tell you what I'm really watching is what's going to happen with China. You've been hearing about China. Did you hear about the bridge ban and the things happening? And the... Watch that. That will affect car shipping. That, that will. John Putnam. Hey, from Joplin. What's up, John? Cool. You know what? I gotta, I gotta keep moving. That was really fun. I really enjoyed that live chat. Thank you so much. It was interesting. It was engaging. How's the audio? We're okay. Mike, check one, two, three. Check, check. I, you know, I hate it when it's too loud, and I hate it when it's too soft. <laughs> All right, here we go. We'll be right back after this. We're gonna go into industry news. Stick around. Transport Auto Quoter is by far the leading auto quoting software on the market and the only auto quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our PriceWatch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. What if you could find an auto shipping quote and broker software you can trust? Provide instant accurate quotes online with Transport Auto Quoter and move with ProABD CRM. Visit SuperflowSystems.com. So think about that. So you could be given quotes in the middle of the night while you sleep. Yeah, with Transport Auto Quoter. Lots of people do. Visit Superflow Systems. Find out more. Mark's in the live chat if you got any questions. Okay, let's do this. Um... We are now going to move into... This is industry news, right? I'm not, I'm not off my game. I just... Uh, I don't know. Thanks again for jumping in the live chat. And uh, thanks for joining us for ATI Tuesday Night's Live, show number 265 in a row, When the Lot is Full. So I, I put this out. Um, you know... Full lots are great for dealers. A problem in recovery. An interesting way to look at the contrast there. Well, thank you so much, Mark. Do you, you see that? Making martinis in the live chat. Thank you so much, Mark. Pro ABD and TAQ is what today's auto transport broker needs for success. 
And here's what's interesting. Yes, brokers need these tools to be successful. What if you're a carrier looking into being a broker? It's a lot to take on. But with tools like Transport Autocoder and ProABD, you can manage those customer leads like a pro. Thanks, Mark. I really do appreciate it. Ladies Dealer Auction Tech. This was our show last Tuesday night. Pretty cool. We like to make the uh, rounds on the ecosystem. Auction vertical, physical and digital, plus with dealers. It was really a lot. Tech. Lots happening in that show. It's great stuff if you missed it. And so I wanted to call out. So we had this show um, where we met Kelly Bianchi. She was also on the ladies show. We had a show called Auto Auction Experience. And we learned more about auction e-commerce. Well, check this out. ATI Auto Business is now inside of an app. So what you do is if you get your phone out and um, you download, here's the app. Right, so you can see it here again. All right, so think outside the blocks and just it's ABC dealers app. I'm gonna put this, I copied a link here for you because I think, I think you somebody's gonna want to see this. I'm hoping so. You download the ABC auction B commerce dealers app and you can check this out. You can click on this box here you can click on watch and there's ATI inside the app and you can watch ATI videos and it's, it's pretty cool pretty amazing stuff so um, so really I want to say thank you so much Kelly uh, at auction e-commerce for putting us inside your app really looking forward to more apps in the future because uh, great tools need great content that's why we say we're the back of the store, front of the store, back of the store, transport, parking lot, front of the store, dealership, retail, where, you know, why, why, why is that car shipping? Who's the shipper and why are they shipping it? So in the ecosystem, OEMs, auctions, dealers, shippers, services, brokers, carriers, equipment, regulations, and loads. Tonight's show, we're going to talk about the intersection of services, carriers, shippers, regulations... Something like that. Um, last week we were a digital dealer. Great stuff. Had great footage there. Uh, next week, Ty is going to be in Austin at the NIADA Buy Here, Pay Here Super Forum. We're going to be talking about that more tonight on why we're going to be there. That's awesome stuff. Uh, in fact, so this Super Forum in Austin, November 9th through 11th, check this out. You've got a promo code. You can go to Buy Here, Pay Here. Well, it's BHPH, which stands for Buy Here, Pay Here. Um, BHPHSuperforum.com. By the way, do you want to know what Buy Here, Pay Here means? We'll be talking about it tonight. What's Buy Here, Pay Here? It's got to be somebody who wants to know the answer to that. Uh, BHPHSuperforum.com. And if you register by Friday, the 28th, you can save 100 bucks by using promo code ATILIVE. Thank you, Janet. That's awesome. Thank you, NIADA. Um, and what we're going to do there, actually, Ty's going to go live on Wednesday after these three workshops. Uh, these are for uh, for dealers and business operations, digital marketing, safeguard role, safeguards rule, 
and it's four, each one is four hours. So Ty's going to uh, spend some time in each one and then afterwards go live with Ben Goodman live on ATI. It's going to be great. Again, there's the app ABC Dealers, the digital service counter for independent auto auctions because, okay, you're ready to go online to get your inventory, but do you know what you're doing? Kelly wants to help. Think outside the blocks, right? Tech support. You can call her. She's got a phone number and people call her and she helps give information. Uh, what else is going on in the news? Anthony Kuntz from uh, Lithia Motors have been announced. They're, they're looking for a new position for a driveway. So driveway is a sector of Lithia. They've got a position for a logistics fleet driver. Now... Wait a second. Why is a dealership, uh, a dealership company, Lithium Motors, hiring car haulers? Wait, are they even, I don't even think they're saying bring your own equipment. They just need you. What? We'll be talking about that some more. That's really interesting stuff. Um, United Road is continuing to grow its OEM business, looking for experienced car haulers. Central Dispatch, the countdown is on. What's going on, Eric? November 9th. How many days do we have left of the old, old, crusty old legacy search? Are you ready for this? <laughs> All right. They'll be like cats on the ceiling. Um, oh, and hey, more good news out of the ELD mandate. Let's see. Truck-involved crashes since the ELD mandate. Pre-mandate. Oh, there's more since the mandate. And there's more injuries since the mandate. And there's more fatalities since the mandate. But Jay, you don't understand. Lori Foster's calling Carvana. Listen, hey, what's the plan? Not what was the plan. What is the plan now? Um, because your stock is dropping. Hmm. And now, Lori is with Foster Strategies Group. She's the founder of Foster Strategies Group. And she's saying she offered to help at 80 bucks a share, then 40 bucks a share. Now you're at 13 bucks a share. How low can you go before you need Lori's help? It's a really good question. And I'm just reporting the news. But Lori does ask the really good question. I like this one. Very few conferences and events... Pay their key speakers. Let's see here. Let's do this. Instead, whoever pays the most takes those highly important stages. Is the room filled with an engaged group of people? Or are they merely subjected to a thinly veiled 30 grand pay-to-play 35 to 45 minute sales pitch? Thank you, Lori. Glad I didn't upset. it. She's like, hmm, what's it going to be? Um, speaking of uh, Auto Finance Summit, this is where uh, our own Joel Kennedy, he's with us tonight. He said he's going to be transmitting live and direct from Auto Finance Summit to add to the voices of the information. That's awesome. Great job, Joel. Tell us more. We want to hear more about that. By the way, I just want to point out, so what you do is, let's do that again. You go to repo.org repo.org and that's where you'll find the American Recovery Association 
website and information. We'll be learning more about that tonight. Um, and then also tonight we have Brianna Cox on the show. She is also speaking at the Buy Here, Pay Here Super Forum on, let's see, that's Thursday. So Ty will go live Wednesday after hours. And then uh, we have Thursday at the dealership uh, with Brianna. And then what's going on here? Oh, Used Car Week. Brianna's also at Used Car Week. She's on Monday, November 14th. Used Car Week is the week after Buy Here, Pay Here in San Diego. Lender, forward, or agent relationships. How do we get the most out of the supply chain? What a great topic. That's awesome. That's going to be great. So, Ty, put that on the calendar. We're going to be busy Monday afternoon. Uh, we're going to be there. And then also, um, Brianna is back on Wednesday. Wednesday morning. Women in Collections and Recoveries panel. Excellent. Great stuff. That's great. And some of these folks are on the show tonight. Here on ATI Out of Business. Wow. Send in your comments. You can email me. Uh, put in, put it here in the live chat. Send in the news. Send it to autotransportintel at gmail.com. It's the legacy email, but it still works great. It is how you get your car shipping business news. What you want to do, you want to put it up on the big screen because we say every Tuesday night, that's right, step right up, we get five new, oh, wait a minute. We only have three tonight <laughs> because um, Larry wasn't feeling well today and uh, we didn't have a chance to, I still have a few questions, but we didn't get the full, we won't get the full effect but that's okay. We're here to stay. Thank you, Larry. TAQ Llama, powered by ATI and Superflow. We'll get there. Question one. Which transport method would you use for a wrecked 2022 Mercedes Nokia's Inop? Drive away, wedge car hauler, semi with a winch, or flatbed? Which transport method would you use? For a wreck. Now I realize you don't have, you know, you don't have like four methods with you at the time. But which transport method should be used for a wrecked 2020 Mercedes No Keys Enough? Is it drive away? Is it a wedge car hauler? A semi with a winch? Or is it a flatbed? Wanna hear it from you in the live chat? Please just pump those answers in there. Look at them go. <laughs> By the way, if you got that extra like. Um, party of one. Which transport method? There we go. John's got... There we go. See? But this is how it works. This is the. This is how the phone call goes. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm calling about the... Uh, uh, calling about the wrecked 2022 Mercedes Nokia's in Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can pick that up. Uh, can we get that Thursday? Oh, we can't get it Thursday. Oh, you have to pick it up Wednesday. What? What are your? Uh, what hours you open on Wednesday? Two to four. Okay, and we have to make an appointment. Okay, maybe. Let's see. Are the wheels straight? Okay. Hmm. Do we have a flatbed? No. We don't. 
So we need an appointment and a flatbed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna call you back. Let me check. I'll check it with my driver. Okay. Talk to you. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> For a second, you know, it's really funny. Maybe you could tell that I used to do dispatch. I started to actually feel like I was in the dispatch shop. That was very strange. We're still alive, right? Flatbed is the answer. Is it a? Do I hear flatbed? Flatbed. Um, no, we got a boy. We really man, we got excited there. Flatbed of the winch. You need a fork truck if they're not. That's what skates are for. Driveway rollback. If there's a forklift, on. and I really, you know what's great? Um, I mean, there's. I'm sure there's more ways to. There's more than one way to skin a cat, and there's more than one way to uh, transport a wreck 2022. Mercedes no keys in off, but this is what this show is all about. This is really the intersection of transport and recovery. Let's go to the next question. That was really fun. Thank you all so very much for that participation. Question two. Here we go. Why would a transport be blocked from scheduling in a repo yard? Is it pending keys, redemption hold, both A and B, or that repo guy is a jerk? Why would this is for the for the podcast? Anybody in the podcast is like, what happened? Are we still here? Yeah, we're still here. Check check mic two. Uh, why would a transport be blocked from scheduling at a repo yard? Pending keys, redemption hold, both A and B, or that repo guy is a jerk. What do you say, live chat? John has all the above. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That is funny, John. That was a good one. Um, David John says A and B. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. That is really, really funny. Oh my gosh. Vaughn says it's just D. <laughs> oh man, that is too much fun. Well, the answer is... Oh, I think it's all the above. <laughs> oh, shoot. That was really fun. Repo makes more money the longer the car is there. Yeah, no doubt. Let it sit there. That's right. You think I'm going to call that guy back? No way. I'm going to wait two hours. All right, here we go. Question three. True or false? Repossession and recovery are the same things. What do you think? Are repossession and recovery the same things? Or are they different? Is there a difference? Is there, is there any difference to be had? Oh, it's funny. Actually, that really made me laugh. Uh, true or false? This actually, this hint, this could be a trick question. I think it's up. I think it's clearly up for debate. Um, re auto repossession and auto recovery. Are they the same thing? Um, it's an amazing question, um, and really, I didn't I didn't even know that this was a question until I heard more about the potential of a question. Ooh, repossession recovery are the same things. We have two falses here. 
But I, I do I smell a true in the audience? Repossession and recovery, are they the same thing? Going once. Twice. It is a trick. Yeah, it is a trick question. I mean, they, technically the answer is false. But sources tell me this just in, it could be true. I don't know. We're going to we're going to talk about it more tonight, which is really Really pretty cool. So it's awesome stuff. Uh, do me a favor, stick around. Yeah, we're running a few minutes late, but we're having too much fun. We got Industry News Part 2 coming up right after this, so stick around. We'll be right back. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verification of loads when nobody answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years of experience in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Everybody wants to be part of a bigger story. Auto transport is a vital part of that story. Vehicle reconditioning starts when your transport arrives at the dealership. The story starts with you. For our auto retail customers, as yours, full satisfaction. Car dealers see the rapid recon difference with transparent communication through the vehicle reconditioning process, auto remarketing, and dealer inventory management software. Visit rapidrecon.com. Links in the live chat. Thank you so much. All right. It is now time for industry news. Uh, oh, before I do, I want to say hello to... Um, so Jeff Watt, recovery is when they go off the road, saying that they're different. And by the way, Ben Booth is here. What's up, Ben? Ben, buddy, I was reading your book last night, and I meant to have it sitting here on my desk. I don't have it. Please do post the name of the book. Um, I know it's Parker Davis is the main character and in where I'm, I'm at the part where Parker, something good is happening now for Parker. Check it out. Please post it, Ben. Good stuff. Well, well written. Nice job, Ben Booth. Yeah. All right, here we go. Industry news part two. U.S. mining needs major boost to meet surging EV demand. If the U.S. and other nations hope to achieve their targets on EV adoption, supply chains for critical materials such as lithium and nickel will need to be built up fast. Uh, yes, I understand. This is like, what, Jay? This is, what are you doing, geology now? Well, I know. that You're going to want to know this. No matter how fast they want to move on EV, check this out. Uh, not only are some materials found in just certain corners of the world when it comes to sourcing them locally, there's an added challenge. Getting a new mine up and running in the U.S. can take as long as a decade. Uh-huh. So, uh, this year, the administration invoked the 1950 Defense Production Act. Never even heard of that. To encourage companies to mine lithium, nickel, graphite, cobalt, and manganese domestically. That's fine. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just saying. 
uh, that followed the approval of $6 billion aimed at boosting the U.S. battery supply chain. Um, so there's a lot to do. The biggest hurdles aren't capital and resources. It's a bottleneck in the permit level. Really? <laughs> that makes sense. Because of the long permitting process and the need to navigate litigation costs, which can run into the hundreds of millions of dollars before a shovel even hits the ground. They said, drill, baby, drill. You know, the best thing governments can do is to put a few hundred more people in the capacity of permitting at the community, state, and federal levels. Meanwhile, about 92% of the world's lithium is mined in just three countries. Australia, Chile, and China. Um, from lithium to lithia, Lithium Motors is entering the RV market, and maybe DMS will be next as the company shows interest in international growth. Stick with me. Lithium Motors marches towards completing its ambitious five-year plan towards $50 billion, with a B, in annual revenue by 2025. Further diversification appears top of mind for the fastest-growing auto retailer. That's right. Once was a dealer... Now a conglomerate. Lithia Motors, the second largest U.S. dealership group in 2021, but the nation's top retailer new vehicles throughout the first half of 2022. And there it is. In 2021, they launched Driveway Digital Retailing Platform, which in 2022, just a year later after launch, they're hiring car haulers. Uh, you might want to pay attention. I'm just saying. Really, you can't see it. Uh, it says right there at the bottom, 2025 onward, other horizontals and verticals launch. Break out of your vertical. Hyundai Globus acquires U.S.-based auto auction dealer GEAA to sell used cars and expand its business. Um, Hyundai Globus acquired 100% ownership of Greater Erie Auto Auction. And so they're based out of Seoul. South Korean logistics company Hyundai Globus. Acquired GEA to sell used vehicles, expand its global business to further boost business. The company also aims to operate at least, at least six auction dealers in major U.S. cities by 2025. And that should generate annual profits, I don't know, $200 million, Which is $300 billion in uh, Korean W. Money. The South Korean company will transform Greater Erie Auction to an online-focused vehicle auction platform. Good to know, which is uh, in doing that. So once GEAA's expertise in doing business in the U.S. is integrated into Hyundai Globus Global Logistics Networks, synergy will be happening, starting with the re recent acquisition. It will accelerate efforts to expand presence in the global marketplace and multiple U.S. states. Just an FYI, 2001, Hyundai Globus entered the used car auction market for the first time. And in 2020, it introduced cloud-based digital auction systems. Wow. Watch for Globus. Put it on your map. Repo volume at wholesale is up, but will remain below pre-COVID levels for years. Repo volume, it says at the bottom, repo volume is climbing, but don't expect it to get to pre-pandemic levels anytime soon. After two years of decline, the amount of repo vehicle volume flowing into wholesale channels is expected to tick upward to 1.2 million in 2022 and remain at that level in 23 before climbing 
another 0.1 million in 24, another 0.2 million in 2025. However, that's still lower than 2019 numbers. Auto loan defaults were at historic lows in 2021 for a combination of reasons. But now, delinquencies are up even more drastically. However, those delinquencies aren't converting into older delinquencies, which then become defaults and repossessions. Complicated. Uh, vehicles are hard to get and expensive, so maybe customers are looking at a situation where when they fall in behind on their car payments, they're going to go with the car payment instead of the credit card payment. Interesting. The numbers around car new car affordability are quite staggering. According to data from Cox, to buy a new car in September would have taken 42 weeks of median income. That's insane. Also noting that auto finance interest rates were at the highest levels in 15 years. The affordability of a three-year-old pre-owned vehicle has declined twice as much, that's affordability on the decline, in the last three years as that of new cars. Used cars have seen a 26% decline in affordability in the last three years. All right, so no cars are affordable. Got it. Um, I was going to read this. I just want to say that uh, occasionally you read good summations that are that really really make you think. Um, but here, third paragraph. Most valuable commodity in automotive marketing is time, and it always has been. Time to ground, inspection, transport, recondition, liquidate, time to review, research, acquire, transport, recondition, retail. How can we, as an industry, focus on supporting our clients' need for efficiency on both sides of the transaction? Is it communication and awareness of the challenges of the problems you didn't realize? Could be. Could be. The answer could be right here. Could be. Um, oh, yeah. I just want to mention Stellantis gave the axe to 138 UK dealers as it seeks to streamline its business. So when you ask me about, like, international news, this is the kind of stuff I'm looking for. 138 dealers? And you know when something happens overseas this big, hold on to your boots. Alright. Take her easy. When you see this, get the podcast. It's ATI Auto Business. Look for it on all major podcasting platforms. Do get the podcast. If you have a question, we're serious. Talk to Ty. Call him. Text him. 417-483-2764. You can email autotransportintel at gmail.com. We want to answer your questions. Uh, we go live several times a week. Now, we don't have a show tomorrow, but we do have thermonuclear Thursdays. In fact, we're going to have a little bit of fun on Dispatching Live on Thursday. We're going to play once again. Guess that Halloween costume. Is it a broker, a carrier, a dispatcher, or a shipper? Good times had by all. <laughs> Height and Tie is the name of the book. Thank you, Ben. Height and Tie. Um, let's see. Jeff Watt was told two auctions closed in Michigan on Infor Grand Office due to a buyout. So many acquisitions, mergers, etc. It's amazing. Carlos Braxton is here. What's up, Carlos? And then Friday, back on Cars in the Move. Ben Goodman's going to be on with us on Friday. 
That's going to be a great show. Cars on the move. Hey, big news. Big, big news. All right, you've never seen a show this big. Uh, this is Titans of Car... I should have called it Titans of Car Shipping. Should we change the title, Ty? To Titans of Car Shipping? Could. We could do that. It's true. You you are not going to believe who's going to be on the show next Tuesday night. So I'm just going to tease it with Car Shipping Energy, Used Car Week 2022. That's going to be amazing. No doubt. So, alright, cool. Did I, did I jinx it yet? Great. Um, and in two weeks, we got Connect With What You Expect. Rapid Recon is back. And Dennis McGinn, founder of Rapid Recon, is going to be with us. And we're going to just keep diving further into the Rapid Recon. We had, Did you see that Oaks Kia show on Cars in the Move we did? That was amazing. Uh, yeah, Used Car Week is coming up in two weeks. That's right around the bend. Maybe, what is that, two and a half, three weeks? Somebody get Jay calculator because it's November 14th through 17th in San Diego. That is the really, really big show in automotive. And uh, and so Ty and I will both be there. And if you're going, let us know. We want to connect. And if you're wondering, should I go, Jay, you guys, what, what trade you know, these trade shows, what do we do? Call or text Ty. Email me. We will help you navigate the trade shows. We also we want to help you because otherwise... We didn't know either. <laughs> we started showing up at trade shows. Oh, man, we did not know what we were doing. So we want to help you. Let us know how we can help you navigate the trade shows. It's the Car Shipping Business Channel. My name is Jay. We're so glad you're here. Eh, we're not too late. What we're going to do is we're going to bring in Ty. So stick around right after the break. I'm going to bring in Ty, and then we're going to introduce Joel. We're going to bring in Vaughn. We're going to bring in Brianna, then Wayne, and then Ben. we got a whole bunch more show. So uh, bring your stuff. Break out of your vertical. This is going to be a great show. Stick around because right after this, live with Ty Thompson. Be right back. McAllister's has been around for over 76 years, and we're known as providing our customers with high-level, white-glove, concierge-style services. We provide our customers solutions in both transportation, logistics, and warehousing. We take a very different approach than most auto logistics companies. Our approach is one of being consultative and adaptive to the auto industry. Our approach saves time and money while providing tangible data, which helps improve processes. McAllister's offers a unique tech solution, which we call our Auto Vista Portal. It's a cloud-based solution. It provides the ability for our dealership partners to access it using any device they want whenever they need. Most auto logistics company just want to deliver your car. We want to do more than that. All of those measurements that are important to you to run your business and understand where your costs are, McAllister's Auto Vista technology supports that. It's a car shipping performance data management tool. That's why car dealers love the Auto Vista Portal by McAllister's Transportation Group. Find out what you're missing. Visit McAllister's.com. So the links are in the live chat. And uh, and what we're going to do then is, so as we move into our next phase, um, we have, here we go, up on center stage to help me introduce Joel Kennedy, Executive Director of the American Recovery Association. First we have Ty Thompson. Hey. Hey, Jay. <laughs> How you doing? 
buddy. I'm I'm always on top of it. Right oh, on time. Oh man, you're good. Well, see, you're always on the move, and right. so I am. I mean, you are. We know that. And, yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you got to land that plane right on time. Yeah, that's what that's the way we roll. So uh, <clears throat> today I had an interesting phone call because of the show, guys wanting to build a Uberized car hauling, Uberized car hauling show. And uh, really great talk, really good guy. Just really, you know, I think one of the things I appreciate about the calls we've been getting maybe the last month or so is there seems to be a, a people are more interested in really learning the business and doing the business right. And I think if you don't know what I mean, give me a call sometime. We can talk about it. But you're you're starting to, you know, and I heard, I'll never forget, I was at Lot Pops, okay? Tied the transport guys at Lot Pops. What's Lot Pops? That's Jason Rice. What does he do? He has a technology. He has been in the business forever, but it's, he, he goes into large dealerships that have multiple rooftops. See, pay attention to the words we're saying. I'm saying these words on purpose because I'm teaching you something. And what I'm teaching you is if you go ever talk to a car dealer like you should to own your own business, to get your own customers, to have people call you, that, right? The words that we're saying on this show, you can use them when you're talking to a car dealer, right? Okay, good. So as you learn words like multiple rooftops and brands and blah, blah, blah. Uh, <clears throat> so that's Lot Pops. That's Jason Rice. Jason Rice is car dealer dude, right? And I really like that guy and what he's doing. So uh, he said this a couple weeks ago, and I and it stuck in my head. It's kind of one of those interesting comments. He's like, when things get tough, people really start looking for solutions, looking for answers. And it's like, that was the number one thing he said. And that, by the way, that was a reply to how's business, right? Meaning he's saying business is really picking up because things are getting rough, right? You're seeing it on low boards, you're seeing it on rates, you're seeing carriers are gone, repos are coming through the roof, credit card debts at a new high, government debts at a new high. I mean, it's pretty scary time, right? So you get a guy like Jason who's level-headed and he says, keep it lean and keep it clean, right? And if you need solutions or you're trying to figure out what how, what is clean and lean and what are you talking about, guys, seriously, call. Just I talk to anybody for 20 minutes and I don't care, right? You really if you I can, do. You do. Yeah. You you know, you so I want I want to jump in and give some context here is that okay, so uh you tell me about conversations you have, which is really interesting. And um but I also want to say this is that like you send me videos of like Jason talking and other videos that you see. And I, I just came up with an interesting, if you're out there in TV land and you, you'd like to, you'd like Ty to send you a video of something that he saw that might relate to you. I'll bet he'd send it to you. Yeah. I'll bet Shoot me would. a text. Send yeah. me a video. You can text because it's that it's the networking you do behind the scenes and can you, and we have had meetings where you've been like, yeah. And I connected this company to that company. Like it's, it's pretty nutty. Well, it's really awesome. It's a gift. I'm not going to lie. I uh, I, I'm you. not really that smart. I, I mean, I, I'm smart at some things, but honestly, going to these uh, trade shows, I know we talk about a lot. I know it's crazy. You guys shut up. But I'm just, do this, right? Go on YouTube and find Lot Pops and subscribe and like. And anytime Jason puts a video up, watch it. I mean, it's, he is telling you what is happening. You know, if you're... 
And yeah. I'm always here. I'm saying just it's lot pop, right? Take out the oh. S, right? Okay. But Ty, lot you pop. do that, that's one of the, you know, that's what they, you, you're all over the place. Lotpop.com. So I'm here to, you know, yeah. Dot the Thank I, you. Lot Lotpop.com. Jason oh, good. Rice. But yeah, but yeah he he does. He's really, you know what? I admire what he does because he he's busy as heck. And then he'll be like, you know, I'm just gonna make an eight minute video right now. Yeah. yeah, and he does. It's he does. Awesome. I'm so yeah. Jealous. Well, it's whatever's on his mind, you know. He just pulls it off. So anyway, where I was going with all this conversation, and that, and by the way, I'm so excited tonight for this show. I've I've been really looking forward to this one for a long time because yeah. this these are the people, boot, yeah. you know, boots on the ground. Can get you, give right you. Oh whatever. yeah, right. It, uh, ooh. Genchi, Genchi, Genbutsu. Gimbuto. Yeah. <laughs> Good save. Good save. Yeah. Uh, so, no, and, and so we're reading, we're reading articles. We're, we're trying to keep up with what's going on, but I, I'm really excited about this because this is real life. And that's what ATI does. ATI brings you real life, right? We try to educate. We try to have fun. We're here to help and we're here to connect. So with all that said, let's connect and wait till you see the connections here. Oh, I know. This is going to be fun. This, this, we, we've got some notes. We had a meeting. We had two meetings and some notes, but I have no idea what's about to happen. Here we go. Welcome up on center stage. Please do help us welcome Joel Kennedy. Now, he's been here before, but he is now the executive director of American Recovery Association. And um, we're so happy that Joel Kennedy can join us. And what I will try to do is for the next guest coming up, I'll try and type in the live chat. Who's coming up next to give a little bit of a heads up? Because I know Joel didn't get a lot of warning notice. But Joel, go ahead and fire up your camera and your microphone. Thank you for jumping in the live chat. Uh, Brianna's going to be up here in a bit. And um, David Johns is saying hello. Yep, talking about used car week. And when you're ready, Joel, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Daryl Hall, Hall Auto Transport is here. All right, here we go. Joel, can you see us and hear us okay? I can see you. Happy to be here. Awesome. Thanks so much for taking the time. Please, for those that aren't familiar, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit more about you and how we're moving into this tonight. Sure. So I think for, for, this, for the purposes of this group, uh, <clears throat> I've been in non-prime lending for a number of years, 20 years plus years, had my own auto finance company. And then when, uh, when the chapter turned, I got involved in the trade associations and was the president of the National Automotive Finance Association, which is a fantastic organization that we also partner with at the American Recovery Association. I got involved in some industry standards and some kind of light lobbying, if you will. And that got me really embedded with the um, recovery community and the American Recovery Association. Um, and so uh, I, I was honored and, and, and privileged to have the opportunity to uh, to succeed uh, Les McCook, who was our prior executive director, um, a man who who casts a very big shadow. Uh, no intention of even trying to compete with that. I'm just really stoked and happy about, look guys, we've had some really big wins and I'd love to share some of those with you guys because, and this is all due to the hard work of, of Les, uh, Dave Kennedy, our forefathers, all of the great fantastic members on the board and our membership in general. So just really excited to be here. I'm going to jump in, and I want to say this first, as I've noticed, in the we had two meetings to prepare for tonight's show, and I really noticed how, I mean, you are really entrenching yourself in all of this space. I see it. And so I just wanted the audience to know, I mean, 
like, we are lucky to have you here, and you really, I see it, you really want to help. It's neat. So thank you, Joel. It's, 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 it's a blessing. You guys know it's a blessing to have a mission, and we have fantastic members, and they're, they're representative of the American people, really. I mean, these are, these are people who have built their business up from, from nothing, or maybe it was a multi-generation family thing. But it's a beautiful thing, right? This is America. And um, how could I not feel honored and privileged to have – this is how I get to spend my time. <laughs> Salt of the earth. That is great. Hey, well, real quick, you, you open up – where did you say you, something prime? I, I didn't catch that. But did you say subprime? Is yeah, subprime. You, subprime. Okay. I started out with uh, – there was a company called ACC Consumer Finance. Uh, it was the second or third iteration. It had – the prior iteration had been absorbed by HSBC. That was it was a Southern uh, California outfit. That's where I really cut my teeth and learned the business, and then um, started Pelican Auto Finance back in 2009 with a partner right. that was on the East Coast, and we built it. and uh, It was a nice little 30-state presence, and we had private equity backing, and it was great. But um, if you ever dated a girl in seventh grade, you know what it's like dealing with private equity guys, right? They they tell you it's great, and then all of a sudden you come in and you got a booger on your nose, and they don't want to talk to you anymore. So, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I want to say so. Why did I? Here it is. When the lot is full, why did I choose that title? Well, so we put out. Uh, we we did a survey of our members this year. Um, thanks to the leadership of uh, Jeremy Cross, he has he has a fantastic nose for business. One of our members also on the board, and we did a um, an interview out to um, our members or a survey, I should say, about storage lot costs because Jeremy was raising the concern. He said, "Hold on a second, we are running out of space on these lots. Um, there's only a couple options really for us to address these these growing concerns, and there were also some big economic issues that were kind of like." tucked into the middle of that. So um, what we're really talking about is you have rising lease costs for people, for, for recovery professionals that, that, that have a lot and they have a lease, they're seeing that the lease renewal rates are, are exceeding 10%. So, so the lease re, re, renewal rates are higher than inflation itself. Then you have uh, limited capacity issues. So, you know, most of the lots only can hold so many cars. And what's going on is there's not a, a significant amount of healthy flow of vehicles through the pipeline. Um, and part of that we believe is precipitated by the fact that many of our contracts that our members have signed are market contracts and they are, uh, they offer free storage for maybe some introductory period. There's a number of challenges with that, right? So if you're fat and happy and you can just leave your car for free, you probably will. Don't blame anybody for wanting to do that. But we've, we saw a couple incidents last year, very sad incidents of arson, purposeful uh, destruction of an entire lot of vehicles with like a Molotov cocktail or something like that. There was one in Arizona and then there was one, I think, in Chicago. Uh, didn't hear that anybody got injured. Thank God for that. Right. The property can be replaced. However, recovery professionals must have insurance policies to cover the vehicles while they're on that lot, obviously. So if I'm charging zero money. For all these cars that are on my lot for 30 days, but I still have to pay these premiums. And oh, and by the way, they burned up every car on my lot. Now I have to pay above and beyond what that premium check is going to give. 
Something's not quite Whoa. right with that equation. It's not a very fair deal, right? Okay, so let, let's, let me get this clear. I think I think I know what you said, but the contract that says there's 30 days free storage, that that's coming from the recovery agent group, or is that from the finance people, that it contract? Be, it would be the contract between the two of them. Or between perhaps the if it's through a forwarder, they may say, hey, this is what our standard is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not super tied into how they do that, but the fact is, is, there's a somewhere. Great, yeah. Yeah. There's somewhere great, in there that's thir free 30 days of free storage. And how many cars are we sitting here taking up how much space that has to be fenced in, has to have and, security. And by I, the way, as you talk about this, I can't help but think the dispatcher in me is hearing, well, all of the salvage, the large salvage auction companies, they charge yeah. like what? 40 bucks a day storage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, so in the live chat earlier, and I, uh, and see, I've, I've, I'll raise my hand just so everybody knows. I'm tonight's confession night. I've, I've had lots of trouble over my 22 years in car hauling with the repo gang. Jay, and I think it might have been Brianna and part of her gang, whoever it was. We, yeah. we buried the repo hammer, I right? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I do have it, and I'm going to put it in a glass case one day in the yeah. ATI museum. But yeah, yeah. Well, well. See, where I was going with this is we we all had the perception. Every everybody in the transport world that's had to deal with a repo company has sworn up and down while using profanities. I can't get that car because they want one more day of storage. They just, if we can get one more day of storage. So they make it so difficult for us to come and get them. So that's kind of what we've all been conditioned. Now I'm hearing, wait a minute, there's free storage involved? Yeah, and it's, it's not across the board. It's really on a case-by-case on a -case basis. But I will say, you know, everything I'm hearing from members is that it is, it is an issue, right? So we've got to kind of right. just get the economics tied in. Look, there is a value being provided. We're not asking for anything crazy here we're not trying to just rake rake in you know higher profits the fact is is that the repossession industry took a big hit during COVID. we're down about 25 percent as measured by licensed professionals that are registered with states so the numbers are there you know and, and if the states know then then you know that's probably pretty good information so we got that and then you think about how many new people really want to get into the repossession industry it's not an easy industry you know, we have some thank God we have some some coverage for government relations, thanks to the great efforts of the Repo Alliance and the, the ARA and the CalARs and the, and the Texas ARPs of the world and folks like Brianna that are willing to roll up their sleeves and make things happen. But listen, we got to do for ourselves, too. And, you know, our role at the ARA, we, we think, is really just shining a light on a lot of these issues. And there's been larger industry standards setting groups at play that involve forwarders and lenders. And I got to tell you guys, people are listening. Mm. We've got, and Vaughn can tell you much more about this because he lives, he lives and breathes it every day. He's the president of the American Recovery Association, very respected individual within the recovery community as well, and a successful businessman. And so he mm. can tell you, we've got um, certain fees, like if you need a flatbed fee or dolly fees or this or that, legitimate fees to protect the mechanics of your collateral, you probably yeah. want us using these devices, but... We had to streamline that to get some pre-approvals. So folks like Exeter, uh, CAC are listening and they're, they're going on record and saying, we're down with this. And this is all we've been pushing for is to say, guys, when we see some market inefficiencies, when we see some things that are kind of locked up, we'd really love the opportunity to try to 
use diplomacy to kind of make that that better. And fact and information, right? Fact and information, guys. If if I give you fact and information about rising costs, um, right? You, you know, I mean, it is what it is. So no. and, that's an excellent point, though. Really, go ahead, Jay. Well, two things. One, Vaughn's going to join us here in a minute, and the other is. Is it just me, or is there somebody else out there thinking, "Man, this sounds a lot like auto transport"? I'm right. Exactly. I totally it's was crazy. thinking. I was like, "Wait a minute, this sounds like the transport guy that calls that doesn't know what it costs him to run a mile, right?" Or the transport guy that's like, "Can I get X dollars for doing X work?" Yeah. And right. who Lord do wins. I explain this to? Yeah. Guys, it sounded it sounded when you were talking earlier about people saying, "Hey, here's a five hundred dollar job," and then somebody somebody picks it up at three hundred. Ah, race oh, to the man. bottom. That undercutting. Ooh. It's a race. That to happens the over there too. Killer. Yeah, it's ha- it, it, happens, that does. It's happening in repo recovery. We can't. We can't. We we have to stop. And this is you know Vaughn is like, man, I can't wait till Vaughn comes on. If he could come on now. Oh man. yeah, let's do come it. On, let's bring Vaughn. him let's on. All right, up on center yeah. stage, Vaughn, get Vaughn. your microphone and your camera ready. <laughs> because you're about to join us next on uh, ATI Auto Business. Please do help me welcome. Thank you so much. Right here on ATI on Tuesday night. First time joining us. And uh, and right, salt of the earth. There it is, echoed in the live chat. Um, Thank you guys so much for saying hello in the live chat and sharing the repo and recovery numbers. Brianna says there's 276 units currently on her lot. Oh, that's a wow. lot. It's a lot of that, space. That is, yeah. yeah. So you got to play Tetris. And this is why when the transport guy says, I want to, oh, no, I'm not showing up Friday. I'm here now. It's Tuesday. And you got to play Tetris for two hours. Are you going to, yeah. uh, no, you don't, you don't do it, do you? Good yeah. point. Look, no. I like to look at things really simply, right? And so with this, we can either expand existing lot capacity for the recovery professionals to deal with, because we're, we're looking at a forecast of, higher delinquencies, right? Higher defaults. KBRA yeah. came out with some updated figures today. Uh, Fitch and Comerica are talking about recession. They're, they're starting to say, you know, we're and we're forecasting when it's going to happen. Guys, we, we have to serve the industry. We have to raise the alarm to say, we think there could be some capacity issues here, right? So we either, either expand the lot capacity, which is probably going to be tough because how are you going to go and lease more property at a higher rate? We're already we're already stressed as it is. Right. Well, you can address fair storage fees and eliminate free storage from contracts. That's an option. Or three, maybe the simplest is we've got to accelerate movement through the system. So we've got to take mm. some, uh, yeah. We got to take some uh, some fiber, right? We got to take some fiber and drink it down and get these cars moving through the system fast. <laughs> Brianna says she doesn't play Tetris, by the way. <laughs> she Ooh, no, she doesn't. And she shouldn't. And she no, should. she doesn't. That's no, right. she shouldn't. Uh, oh, and, oh, and restocking fee. And then, see, then then it gets, now it really snowballs. Restocking fees because it didn't work out. I don't, but here's, sorry to interrupt you. I'm just, I got to get this out. Here, this here's my problem. Is. Yeah. I'm, okay, so. I want to, maybe we're talking about it here in a minute, but what what I'm trying to figure out is, is this a really good opportunity for an ACV or a backlog car scenario? Why, why can that not happen? Now, I'm not saying I'm a fan of it, but I'm like, what so, is this? 
And, oh, right. and, oh, hey, and let's here's that one Vaughn. To Vaughn. Yeah, yeah let's kick it, it over Vaughn. to Vaughn. Vaughn, can you see us and hear us okay? I can see you. Hey, I can Vaughn, see you guys. Vaughn, we don't even want to know who you are. <laughs> right, exactly. you do. Hey, Vaughn. Answer the question. I can see <laughs> <laughs> I had to switch devices. I had a little hiccup there. All right, well, but it, you, you adapted really fast, so thank you so Real much, fast. Vaughn. All right, so before we jump in, please do tell us more about you and president of American Recovery Association. I won't be as long as Joel. But, uh, of course, I've been in the repossession business for 37 years. Um, it's in my blood, my life. Um, I've been the American Recovery Association president for only four months, so I'm learning on the go. Um, we have a lot to do. I have a, a huge team, Joe being one of them, Brianna being another, and, and our entire board and all our members of the ARA. So we, we have our sleeves rolled up, and um, we're, we're in this fight with you guys. Fantastic. All right, so who they wants are. to kick that question? Okay. Please, who wants to repeat the question? We'll kick it over to Vaughn. I'll, I'll repeat it. So uh, we're talking about a space problem with the with the cars in the lot at the repo yard, right? Yes. Right. And so the traditional method to get the car out of the repo lot, there's a lot that the transport guy auction people don't know, but you have to do your thing first. Then somebody has a contract, I'm assuming, with an auction. The auction makes a deal with the transport guy. The transport guy gets a hold of the repo guy, goes, meets the repo, picks it up, brings it back to the auction. Is that how it traditionally works for the most part? Am I close? In a, in a nutshell, yes. I, I think the misconception here is that the recovery agencies are, are actually making a profit keeping these cars on their lot. Yeah. That it's yeah. completely the opposite. Our goal is well, to get those yeah. cars off our lot. I used to think that. Actually, yeah, we that's all used what to. we used to talk about on you the guys, phone. We thought, yeah, yeah. you know, so I heard it clearly, earlier. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, Ty, I don't want to interrupt you, but I really no. want to drive this this point home so that together, I think we need a little bit more collaboration. That's why I think this podcast is so important for us to unite and understand that we're in the same fight. Yeah. I, I think it's the for us on the repossession side. The reason we only can have limited hours to release vehicles is because we're not getting paid a storage rate. Therefore, we can't have people dedicated to releasing cars 24 seven, or even right. just eight hours a day. It, it there's wow. really, I mean, Big there's cost. really no revenue available to, right. and I mean, I think any recovery person that's on this call uh, or on this line that can listen to us knows the, for this for a fact. We want right. those cars off our lot. Now, if they happen to stay there longer than a couple of days, by all means storage would help. And that's gonna be, that's really the ARA's next fight as we go into the next year is looking for a way to minimize the, the damage that's been done to the recovery industry. Okay, so with that, what I'm saying is, is because of these conferences, trade shows that we go to, we, we meet companies like a company called ACV or Backlot Cars, right? Mm -hmm. Mannheim probably has one and Odessa probably has one, but all it is is it's a virtual auction. Ready logistics mobile. cars arrive. It's, so right. it's not at the actual brick and mortar auction that I grew up in. It's right. in the back of the dealership. It's in so maybe a repo lot. And so in the, the, the idea behind this, if I could be wrong, but the idea is, is we, we, we minimize, we reduce a step in the process, right? Actually cut some expenses out. That would be transportation. And we get the car sold faster. And then once the car sold, now everybody comes and gets them out. And from what I can tell, ACVs, a relatively new company, Backlot Cars is too, but I think they're doing pretty decent. 
And I'm just curious, is there something like that that could maybe go hand in hand with trying to make this go faster? Well, I mean, so I'm familiar with the ACV process. Um, yeah. We're doing a test on our lot right now. Oh. I would say this to you without throwing mud. Uh, in its current structure, that's not going to work for the recovery industry. One of the oh. biggest things we have a problem with is someone coming into our space once again drawing the ability for us to create revenue out of our hands. Keeping a car on our lot for 30 days does not do anything for us at all. One, it keeps our lot full, and two, there's no revenue in there. There's no revenue built in for the storage, which is yeah. the problem. So yeah, ACV may do well for the lender space, but for us it serves, at this point, in its current structure, it doesn't serve a purpose for us. Wow, that's good answer. So that's yeah. the thing, is that, so having been in dispatch, this is what's interesting is, while I lack the experience of the hands-on day-to-day loading and unloading, I have the experience of being on the phone and the incredible frustration of what I hear the, the repossession lot going through, what I hear the broker going through once it doesn't work out, the transporter that misses the appointment, etc. Like Paul Machine says, we got to throw the box out. Because well, the way it's been done... It doesn't really work. I don't even know where we start. Do well, that's know? why we got Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn exactly. knows. Do, I mean, do you have ideas, <laughs> right. Vaughn? I think, I think one person is not going to solve this problem. I will say this. Us uniting under one umbrella, which is collaborating with your space and the recovery agencies getting on one page, because we're in a fight. And in a yeah. fight, you have to be on one accord. And I think what's happening now is the recovery industry really is aligning into one accord, which creates power. Um, yeah. And our, our next fight is storage. We want the cars off our lot. And I don't think most recovery companies, although some may dibble dabble in transports, most want to pretty much do what they're experts in, which is recovering vehicles and leave the transports to the transport space. Yeah. So well, that's yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Well, it's ironic. You've got you got. We want these cars gone on the repo side, and the transport's like we want to stay loaded. You'd think those two sides, but that's not the problem. The problem is who's going to pay for it, and what, and how are they interacting with this transaction, as as I see it. And that is that. So by the time it gets posted on a load board, it's already undercut. And it's being posted for the same amount as any other used car. Why would any trend? This is why I had a repo hammer. Why would a transporter take not take a 2005 used car versus a wrecked 2022 Mercedes Nokia Inop when it's the same price? What's the incentive? There isn't one. And you call and you try to explain this, and they're like, "Well, let me try to get 25 more dollars." Twenty-five more dollars. What are you talking about? I, th I think what what you find, Jay, is your space is so much similar to ours. Um, we think we have control of what we do day in and day out, but really, we really don't. And there's so many people in the recovery space that's undermining um, companies like myself, Brianna's, and others, Wayne's. Um, with, with nickel and diamond, you know, somebody's out there doing a repo for 275 when clearly the going rate for a repossession in today's market should be around six hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, there when we I go. entered this industry back exactly. in 1985, 86, 
we were doing repos for 350 bucks. Here we are in 2022 and we're still doing repos for 350 bucks. Is that not a problem? We're, we, well, us, so, we are so much alike. More than yeah, you well, here's where it gets <laughs> really crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Wait till you start talking about equipment. Right. Don't even get us started about that. what it, what did it cost? What did your piece of equipment cost in 1985, 86, 87? And now what's it cost today? And then add the technology to it. Then add the Federal Motor Carrier Safety. One more thing with the ELD. I mean, just keep stacking. And here we're sitting here just eating it and eating it and eating it. Oh, it tastes so good. Give me more government, please. <laughs> you know, Ty, I found out that once we get busy and the, the, all the cars start coming and transporters have so much work to do, and the recovery companies have so much business, they forget what the fight's about, and we lose sight. We're still getting the same dollar, but we have more of the same garbage, and we lose track of what we really need to focus on, which is staying in the fight. The fees yeah. must increase, but it's, it's, on, it's our own fault. We have got to say we're going to control our own destiny, but we have people in our spaces that will do the work for pennies, and it's just, it's just killing us. Wow. That is bad. Yeah. So that brings up a good point. Like, so you're with the Recovery Association, American Recovery Association, right? President. Right. Okay. Yeah. So how many, if is it an okay question to ask, how many uh, members do you, is that the right way to say that? Yeah, that's fine. I think okay. if I'm correct, and Joel, you can correct me, I believe we are at 270 members right now. Yeah. You know, and if 270, if, oh, wow. Okay. 270. That's not, that's not a lot of members. When Seems you, like when a you, lot. When you look in the state of Texas, we're we're probably looking at about nine hundred repossession companies in te Texas alone. Oh, you know, wow. so we we actually oh. represent six percent okay. of that of that market. There's we need more. We need more well, members yeah. to join, and it doesn't have to be the American Recovery Association. It could be any association that's pushing standards and processes that will it, it will directly drive more revenue to our bottom line. Wow. I, I, See, time, I, make, I don't want to yeah. take over your conversation, but I, no. I want to I say this. We yeah. have got to get out of, the, out of the practice of telling these lenders that um, what's, what's problematic for us, what, what's harmful for us. We have to give them data, data that will show them what's going to hurt them down the road if these bad practices continue. So we have to, the fight can, can actually continue, contains education. We have to educate yeah. them by giving them data on what's going to affect them. What's affecting us? They don't care about. Well, no, I, you're exactly. Yeah, you're exactly right. So here's how here's how we get their attention. Right. I know what they want. They want that thing sold fast. Right. Because that's their asset. They're, they want the, the money off the asset. And they usually want it pretty quick, especially in a market like now where week over weeks dropping a point. They're probably all panicking. Right. So the the message isn't that uh, we're here to help you. I mean, the message is we are here to help you. And here's how. Because if, if we can't get the transport guys together and the recovery guys together, you may have a problem because the ATI gang over here is talking about transporters aren't coming to town like they used to. That's going to happen one of these right. days. I want to say this, Ty. You, I think you shared a LinkedIn post with me. And somebody said something about F&I and how the profit in F&I went up by $100 chunks yeah. over yeah. time. So while... F&I profit, stick with me, F&I profit rose by $100 chunks in yeah. not, not a very long period of time. What did repo and transport get over time? Like nickel and dime. Nickel yeah. and dime. And that, that, that's messed up, man. 
Here's another app that you can use. So is there money for repo and transport in the FNI package? It just never got there? Is it another one of those programs where the money never made it? Well, I, that's what I like. I, love, I really appreciate you, Vaughn. I, I mean, I can hear and see the real, real passion in your voice and the way you and Joel both put this. You know, it, you're right. And I, I think this is, and I'm just going to be honest, I'll, I'll, I'm confession night tonight, but here... As a transport company, we, we get we tend to have short fuses and we tend not to really do a very good job of communicating calmly. Like you guys, you know, the way Joel said that, hey, it's here's the data. We're showing you. This this is it. Is that how you said it, Joel? Yeah. Right. So I th I think, okay, everybody just calm down, right? And that's that's what I'm saying, Vaughn. You you really do bring this presence of, hey, we're here, this is real. It is a fight. It is a war. And here's what we're going to do about it. And that kind of leadership, I, I got a lot of respect for. So, and you guys heard it. Anybody in the live chat, anybody watching, uh, if you know somebody in the repo business, Jay's probably put the link in there a hundred times by now, right, Jay? How, how do uh, we get a hold of which ARA? The oh, ARA. Well, you Science. go to repo.org, but I'm glad you asked. Is there a good email inbox for the organization? I think I believe Joel would be that person. Joel at American. So we'll Republic get that email. And what we need to do is we're going to bring Brianna in next. I know that she is uh, she's blowing up the live chat. It's time for her to uh, do the same thing here live on center stage. All right. Well, <laughs> there she is. I already I just brought her in and she's already she's jumping on the getting the audio fixed. Um, so welcome, please do help us welcome. Brianna Cox up on center stage. She was here for uh, we're doing the War of the Auction show. She's in some other panels. Hold on, let me let me pause this. She's looping my audio. I'm like in the, I'm doing bullet time in the matrix now. Oh my god! So, oh my gosh! She got it. All right, Brianna, cool. I swear, hey, I, I know. I think I spend more time with all of you guys than I do my own family. I swear, I'm the best part of that. Like, and Joel, I swear, like every other day we're on like a Zoom call, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> hey, it's great. under your skin. But I do have to say, these two guys. I can't be more proud to follow these two guys. I follow them in the war. I am super proud of as much. I cannot believe what they've accomplished in our industry in four months, in four short months. And um, I'm, I'm super stoked We're to really, have you, Bella. And, and, and uh, so it's only been four family. months? Yeah. I, wow. Yeah. Since Vaughn came, wow. Vaughn was president for four months, right? Yep. I do want to, I do want to just add a little tidbit. Um, We've had some tremendous leadership under Les McCook, Dave Kennedy, and the previous arm of the ARA. Absolutely. Um, we're just taking the baton. We're in the second phase of a battle that they've been fighting for decades. So it's not a, a singular person. It's a group effort. Brianna, myself, and Joel, and many others are in a fight to retake our industry. But we just have the baton right now. We just took it from those guys, and well, we're running the second leg of the race. You're right. And Dave and Les really paved the way for all of us to be able Absolutely. to do this. And, and it was an honor for me to get sworn into ARA by them, um, yes. you know, so um, I'm but you know what? I don't think anybody could have filled those shoes better than you guys. You guys are the best choice. <laughs> Thanks, Bree. I know. I just love to flatter you. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna, you're in Texas. Is that right? 
I am actually Vaughn's my direct competitor, which sometimes I can't stand. Obsessed with him. I love him. And then I'm like, gosh, why do I have to like you so much, Vaughn? <laughs> no, we we work really well together. And look, Houston is, I mean, we're running an area the size of Massachusetts. I know I've said this on the show with you guys before. And there's plenty of work for me and Vaughn and probably a handful of other companies that are, you know, compliant, good agents here in Houston. And we are fortunate that we do have some really great agents here in Houston. We have some bad ones too. I think we have bad ones. We have those guys everywhere. But we are fortunate that, that, we have this really cool so i'm i'm hello everybody i'm brie i've been on this a hundred times but for those who don't know i'm the membership chair for texas arp i'm on the marketing committee for bond uh, of the ara and we have worked with texas a bond's been a, mem a long-standing member of texas arp i've been the uh, membership chair for almost three years now and we have built this amazing culture of respect especially here in houston um, and, you know, we've been branching that out in Texas, but like Vaughn said, there's, I, I think, 900, 600 or 900 companies in RDN that are, that are registered as, as basically repo companies in Texas. So um, that geography does pre prevent us from having, you know, these, these close tight knit relationships with everybody, obviously. I mean, I don't even think I have nine close friends, let alone 900. So, you know, it's really difficult to have that out, outreach, but we've been really fortunate with Texas ARP, even before Vaughn was the president of ARA, he was involved in Texas ARP and, and these Houston yeah. agents, and I would say Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, these major cities in Texas, we've built this really cool culture of respect where we really have learned to, instead of, um, not getting along and not, um, you know, having relationships because we were competitors, we have, we, we understand now that it's so important to have those relationships because we're competitors. So that paradigm, no, uh, no pun intended has well, definitely <laughs> shifted. <laughs> well, okay. This, this brings up something interesting. I'm sitting here and listening to this. And I'm like, this is really cool. Car hauling doesn't have it. Right. But that's why this we're here, awesome. right? I so this know. is why you guys met me, right? This is why we've it's been doing why, yeah. these shows now is to bridge that gap, right? That's that's right. what that's what we're trying to do on our side of the industry with the clients, with the forwarders, with and so like with you guys, you guys have given us that ability to bridge that gap with the with the transporters because look, we're all we're all in the same house, right? We're just I know, yeah, it's crazy. Have, like, separate on right. So is it is it? I'm thinking though, I'm like, okay, so if, if we did have an organization, right, ARA or whatever that might be for car haulers, and, and you guys have a, a target, a group that you know we have, to, we have to communicate with these people in a professional business way with data. That's, that's what I'm hearing, right? Because data so doesn't you, lie. Right? You step there's away no from the no argument. So data presents the facts and that's it. Right. And that's great. So you go from there to the car hauling world and I'm like, well, who do we talk to? Who, who are we supposed to talk to? Wait a minute. You guys don't have anything like that? Well, if you call AHA, I'm not sure what that is. You better or, get to uh, work Okay. Like you so, better get to work. I want to see all the association. <laughs> we have to I, tread lightly here. But, <laughs> but what we are what, what we are willing to say though is that there isn't of the associations we know of 
we are not hearing this conversation. Hmm. Like I've actually well, not okay. Heard wait this a minute. That's uh, we did hear a little bit at the aha. That's not okay. Did they take that tell back. me more? Yeah, help me out. Well, it was more along the line of the that guy on the OEM was shaking his head that he understood that transportation's rough and we should talk about money. But see, that's on the OEM. So what do, what do we see today with OEM? So yeah, I take that back. I'm sorry. I'm just they, gonna there say, was yeah, just you did not make that point. But my well, that's fine. Great though, job, it's, it's good. Great job. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's, and, and, well, and he has one other, job. I think there's plenty of other areas too where, but. It's, but you go. Wait, not, my point is, is you get to the use contest. The point is, we want to. We have to figure out because I just put it in the live chat. I'm sorry to take over, but uh, I just put it in the live chat. Please, can we get a top five issues transport has with repo and vice versa? Because the thing is that what I hear, I know there are systems, and you can punch keys, and but it's not fixing the problems. Right? Nobody in transportation actually, I've never heard any transporter say, Can, get me on the clear plan. Now, it's not that it's not a great system, but nobody in transport knows that. What they know is, I hit a button on Ready Logistics, and I got a phone call two hours later, and I got 25 more bucks. I'm not doing it. That's what I hear. Well, I do have to tell you guys, though, for a real, I would say over the last three years, we have made significant progress in this association arena. It, this has not been our norm for, I mean, way before I was involved in this industry. I'm sure Vaughn and Joel could speak more to it than myself even, because they have been here a lot longer than, than me. But I would say over the last three years is when we really tackled this situation and 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 decided that we needed to to bridge those 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 gaps and and communicate and come together so it's not impossible and it's not going to happen overnight it's unfortunate to hear that you guys don't have those resources but it's also not impossible to create them and somebody's going to say jay we already have those but before we move on to my mistakes auctions go <laughs> Do we still send it to the auction? What's happened? Wait, time out, time out. I, got, I want to clear something. <laughs> one more thing. Give me one more. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. is, uh, okay, so once the car is physically, I, we got it. Okay? It's on, it's on the truck. We're running away from the guy. He's yelling. My, you know, everybody's screaming and crying. Everybody's hair is on fire. But the tow no, truck. No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what you see on no TV. No breaches of peace here. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, there, isn't there like? Is it state by state? Is it a universal? Once you have that car in your possession, it has to. It, doesn't it have to stay there for a few days, for something? Is that right or wrong? I, I, mean, of, I don't know if it has to stay on the lot. I know there's a right to cure period for the for the customer to be able to retrieve the vehicle, but where he retrieves the vehicle from does not have to be on our lot. So, yes, there is a right to cure 10 to 20 days, depending yeah. on the state, but yeah. uh, it doesn't have to stay on our lot. We don't want it on our lot for that long. So, so we could could we tell the the finance companies, the lenders, could we say, why did, we'll be happy to take it to your lot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's pretty good. That was a joke, right? Was <laughs> oh, I wish we had that kind that of control. That was too good. I can't. <laughs> what? Uh, Sorry about that. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not a thing. 
No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so I may have a, I have a couple of credit unions, but the volume that we do for them is so significantly low compared to the other volume that we do that that they will say that they do actually have like a drop lot mm. for us or like we'll work for a local dealer. We have a local dealer here that does a, a pretty decent amount of volume that that they offer us a drop lot, but this is like five percent of of my actual recoveries. Right. So you pick up the car. You get when you that contract that Joel was talking about, there's a price to go get that car. There might be ancillary fees, charges later, something. Fingers but crossed. The, but the, to go get that car, if I heard Von right, back to the 1980s, late mid to late 80s, it was 375 or 350. 350. For, mm -hmm. To go get the car, bring it back to the lot, get all the stuff out of it, put the stuff over here. Wait for somebody to tell me it's okay to go. Somebody comes in it's three three seventy five. Is that right? Whatever it is, pick a number. Yeah, that's probably the national same. average yeah. three seventy five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for a regular mm -hmm. repo. And that's today. Yeah, that's today. Yeah. Okay, so this is funny because I actually pay attention in class sometimes. So at one point, Brianna was on this show, and she started talking to us about all the extra things that the agents, that's you guys, had to do during covid and the cost associated with those things that was never renegotiated do you remember that and very few clients took that seriously there are some great clients i will say that and lenders that stepped up to the plate and realized that cost and and compensated us um but most of most of them did not <laughs> so, so is there also but now has that you, you don't have to continue with that protocol is that oh, off we absolutely. Now I mean, we absolutely have changed the way that we do business and 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 account for how dangerous personal property can actually be. So which is something that we've taken serious for a long time before COVID because of like, mm -hmm. fentanyl, for example. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So um, I will say that COVID there are protocols that we still use to this day to protect because I, I have to protect my staff. Yeah. And there's nothing in my contracts that says, Hey, if your lot guy stabs himself with a dirty needle or ODs on fentanyl or, you know, whatever uh. gets some kind of pathogen from a, you know, a, a piece of glass or whatever it is, like there's nothing in there. There's no protocol where the client is going to take accountability or responsibility for that. That is 100% on us. Mm. I think when you, if we go back to the topic, which is when the storage lot is full, mm. I think we have we, we really want to find a way to drive this back home to the lender. They have to have some pain here. Right now, they can leave a car on our lot for 30, 40, 50 days because they have no stake in the game. It doesn't cost them mm. anything. What's gonna happen here is as this volume starts to uptick and our lots become so full, what's gonna happen on the agents aren't gonna be able to go out and pick up cars. That is gonna cause a problem for, for them. If we can't go out and pick up a car because our lot's so full, we can't get anything in, that there, I believe, will get their attention. But we, we have, we're in a quagmire. We have got to figure out a way to take back control of what we invoice for and choose not to and not take these mandates from above. That's yeah. when we've all collectively, transport and repo side, mm -hmm. 
we'll see. Well, I think you guys just said that, right? It's almost like we're not in control of our own businesses, which is an extremely unfortunate set of circumstances to be in. And did we forget about Wayne? We better bring Wayne in, you guys. Oh, that was great. Great timing, because I just (laughs) said Wayne is up next. All right, Wayne, here we go. Um... Here comes Wayne, first time on ATI Auto Business. We're excited to have Wayne join us. I heard the doorbell, and the live chat is uh, great stuff happening in the live chat. Wayne, can you see us and hear us okay? I can. Good evening, everyone. How are y'all doing? Thank y'all for having me. How you doing, brother? Love your little southern accent. (laughs) (laughs) You're Texas also? Uh, Yes, I'm up in the Dallas area. Got it. Okay. So yep. there's three Texas. Joe, where are you at again? Oh, you're I'm out of, I'm out of uh, Texas. I'm in the state of uh, California, but I have a Texas state of mind. Is that ah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> right. I like it. Right. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the uh, new guy here. Um, you know, to just do a quick introduction. Please. Uh, got into repossession about 10 years ago. And uh, right before COVID hit, 2019, decided to start up a transport company and uh, of course COVID hit a lot of the uh, clients started pushing for repossession companies doing their own transports and uh, that's where I got more involved with it and uh, I have to admit like a lot of the things that I'm hearing the stuff I'm seeing in the chats I was one of those repossession companies that struggled and got frustrated with the process for transports and but once I got involved with it I kind of learned some of those pinch points and you know, the question you asked in those top five pinch points for transport companies, um, I made a couple of little notes for it. And it's from both sides, really. Any one of them that I could pick that's a pinch point for me uh, is equivalent on the transport side equally. You know, the, the appointment times, you know, mentioned that in the chat. Um, it's for both. You know, we have transporters show up 30 minutes late. Um, and, you know, we, we try to be as flexible as possible with them. Uh, a lot of companies aren't. You know, if they're two minutes late, they get turned away. On the same side, we have appointments both with transporters as well as uh, consumers to redeem their property or their vehicles. So you start getting that little room up there crowding pretty quick, you know, to try to meet all those different demands with people showing up late and early. Um, I think it was uh, Joel, maybe Ty, that talked about compliance being an issue. Um, We have a lot of folks that show up. The company may have its TDLR uh, certificate, but the drivers specifically that are showing up don't have their driver individual um, TDR license. Uh, we even have people show up in uh, equipment that requires a CDL and they don't have a CDL, you know, to operate that piece of equipment. Um, you know, that's a big issue. Um, but what I'd like to transition over is that sounds like a lot of focus on the transport company. I don't think so. You know, to me, it's more on those broker logistic companies, i.e. the auctions. And to me, that's where I think we're all arguing with each other. And that's what I learned about a year and a half, two years ago and start working with the transport companies. And what we identified is a lot of times they're getting these loads assigned to them and the frustration is, hey, why is the repo car uh, company sitting on this for not approving it? They're sending out the order to transport it before we've even gotten the appropriate paperwork to legally release that vehicle or the key cut or any uh, the property or anything like that, hold harmless or what have you. Um, they're coming over with it. You know, when you talk about if it's an off or an in-off or what have you, um, these logistic broker companies are just sending these transports out there saying it's an off, you know, so that they can pay that lower rate. Come to find out, yeah, it has a key. It'll start, but it won't go into drive because the gear's out on it, you know. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm loving what you're saying. That's why I came up with a thing called start and lurch. Salvage auctions. That if, if that car will lurch an inch, that's a run and drive. Ready to go. 
Hey, um, you know, Jay and, and, and Ty, you, you guys were talking, you know, just if this is the brainchild, if this is the spark that starts a, an association for y'all um, and you're looking to do this, then that's great news. And it is addressing those issues that Wayne was coming up with. You got a bunch of jabronis coming on your lot. They don't, they don't have the right credentials. They're not using the right equipment. This is what the ARA is really good at. And the leader of that, that really drew me in initially is that we have compliance monitoring, compliance programs, and we're always coming up with new ideas for new cool things to train people on. Y'all talked about, you know, this visual, which, you know, we can, we can, we can joke about, oh, you know, running away from the guy, you know, come back with my car. Like, we have a, a lot of training and safety and soundness things for our members that helps them to be able to navigate those types of situations. And I would like to believe that our members are professional enough and, and adhere to those standards to, to avoid things like that. Um, and so that's one of the big things that's a real uplift for the transportation industry is if you can get that, get those credentials, ferret out the jabronis, and then now you can start dealing with government and saying, hey, we have this many members that all ascribe to the set of ethics. These standards have been trained professionally and have credentials. To me, that means a lot because now you're talking to a regulator about we are delivering the service through to the consumer. Consumer harm is such a big front and center thing that it's just it is it is required that any association in this type of business has that type of, of structure and, and, and real quality behind it. You know, to, to Wayne's point, I don't think it's the, the responsibility of the repossession agent to ensure that a transporter is in compliance. That's and that's point. where you guys, Jay, may need to form some type of association that controls whoever is going to these lot, lots, are licensed, bonded, insured, and have gone through some type of training prior to being able to get behind a truck and come out and pick up a car. Those are the things that the ARA and wow. the state associations control. You guys need to do the same thing. Uh, I don't want to be in charge of an organization. <laughs> <laughs> I recently banned a transfer. All right, Ty. Uh, Ty's been voluntold. <laughs> voluntold. Get to work. I knew I had to be doing something next week, right? Wow. That is a, such a good point, though, you guys. Because I recently banned a transporter from my lot because they weren't accredited. And then the the dispatcher called me and wanted to have an argument about it. And she said, well, first of all, I don't understand why you're requiring a, a certificate of insurance listing you as a secondary insured because I have a certificate of insurance listing our company as a secondary insured. And I said, how does that protect me? It doesn't help me. I ain't doing me any favors. I can't create a claim there. So mm -hmm. you're, yeah, you know why your transporter's banned? Because he ran over oh my, my pump last That's week. That's no. a whole show is no. being able to and, write your own certs. Yeah. And so, yeah. and that was the thing. I said, where did you get that cert? I'd like to know. Did the did their insurance carrier send that to you directly? Well, no, they sent it to me. I said, cool, I'll send you one all day long. I'll just fill it yeah. out, white out. I don't know, I made it up. So <laughs> you say, like, do you take IOUs? I can and then send you so that, I right? went so, and I did the research right on the MCT, on the DOT, on the on the TDLR. Right, no insurance, no insurance for this this carrier. And I said yeah. maybe because she she also used the words. Well, we vetted them. I said, well, maybe you should do a better job because Ooh. I just did it for you and this carrier has no insurance. And so therefore they will not be allowed on my lot. And Brianna, to, yeah. to kind of like um, wow. circle around that, 
one of the things I think we need to do as recovery companies and transport companies is, is try to bridge that, that divide. Yep. Because mm. you guys, to, to Ty's point earlier, with the repo hammer, you hate us. And trust mm. me, it's, it's a mutual hate. Yeah. Because you guys come to our yard with your own equipment, yeah. you don't show up after we stage 20 cars for you. There's a lot of back and forth. But we have to figure out how can we collaborate together. We're both mm. trying to feed our families, make money, run our businesses. How do we do this together? And hopefully at the end of this show, we yeah. kind of brought that a little closer. You guys have a little understanding about what we do and, and of course, vice versa. Well, yeah, just the fact that now I feel bad probably for a couple of days right. that I've been thinking you guys are all about the storage fees. I mean, yeah. I do. I, we're, I really honestly, we're, yeah. we're yeah. honestly not as big of jerks as you. I mean, I might well, have a it, reputation here only because I'm strict about who comes yeah. on my lot. But that's only because, one, I'm protecting my my staff. Two, I'm protecting my facility. And three, I'm, I'm protecting the collateral that mm. I you know, have these contracts for and pay this outrageous amount of insurance for. And I, and, and I'm not trying to be just a difficult person or not let these transporters pick up their loads, but I do kind of expect that they are held to at least a similar standard as myself. Yeah. yeah I'd like to jump in and tag on to both of those statements from each of y'all. Uh, one, uh, regarding the transport companies and like Brianna said with the, you know, with the strict compliance or what have you, I learned to build a very good relationship with the transport companies. I do 80% of my transports roughly in-house, but there's no way I can handle that, right? So there's going to be external transport companies that come in and I've built those relationships to help for the ones that, that were legit transport companies that just didn't know certain things um, and explain some of the stuff that we've talked about in this meeting. And what I've seen is they have the same frustrations. We can say transport against repo, repo against transport. But if you talk to the average transport company, probably a lot of people tuned into this show, they are frustrated with seeing these other quote unquote transport companies out there. And the more, uh, the tighter we are on the compliance and setting that expectation of what you have to have to come here, right? Just enforcing it. That allows those legit good transport companies to continue to come here. I mean, up here in the DFW market for my lots, I have probably three consistent transport companies over the last eight months to a year and a half. And besides them, there's probably a dozen to 20 something that have just cycled through. You'll see them for a couple of weeks, maybe grab a unit or two, um, maybe 10, however long they last, and then they're gone and out. You know, so why mm. us building you know, that bridge? I think you, you know, you'd think that with all the DOT and FMCSA regs and the ELD and everything, that there'd be more, like, non-compliant carriers out. But I don't know where they're all at. But they're calling and offering to move loads for 50 bucks less, and they're, you know, wrecking the parking lots with trash. I don't know what's going. It's mayhem. <laughs> Well, I saw that ELD log uh, chart that you uh, put out there compared uh, injuries and wrecks and such before the ELD mandate and after, and you saw what the result of that was. So just imagine what oh, the Oh, it said solved everything, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I just need some more government in my life. Can I have another helping, please? I love oh, government. Me too, oh, trust me. I, <laughs> ELD punch. It's me. Hey, you want to, now, how do government. we get that group Fresh squeeze government. problems? What are you drinking? Is that Kool-Aid? It's ELD punch. <laughs> Don't be drinking my Kool-Aid. Speaking of, it's time to get Ben Goodman up in here. Um, he's our final contestant on the ATI Auto Business 
on Tuesday nights live. Ben, um, I know you've been uh, very patient, chiming in the live chat. Doug, that's me typing. And Bri Brianna, we did do the trivia questions, but you know that's okay. You did we're, them already. We're, well, we already did them. But oh, hi, Ben, how are you? Ben, good. Hey, Brianna. Hey, it's good ben. to see you. Good to see you too. Ben, welcome I, I to just, the show. I just saw. Yeah. Uh, thank, thanks. Thanks, Jade. I just saw that exact setup. Uh, what about a week ago, Brianna? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're just stacking them up. <laughs> mm. Man, I wish I was on this. I wish I'd been on a part of this conversation all along. So at first, mm. when you guys started talking, I was thinking, oh, th this is going to be like you guys are waiting for me for last. You guys are going to pile up on me. You're going to start doing some elbows. Um, it was get it was get a little brutal there for a minute. So uh, just so you guys know, I'm my deal. I represent dealers. Uh, not lenders, so you don't have to shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting a little, I was getting a little worried there for a minute. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm part of a national independent auto dealer association, and uh, Ben Goodman. For those of you guys who don't know me, I am a, a senior uh, moderator, consultant, trainer. I've been in the subprime uh, space for about 30 years and uh, spent about 16 years. Joel, you mentioned uh, your finance uh, your finance background. I spent about 16 years with Citigroup on the consumer finance lending side. Uh, started in 1993 and earned every single gray hair on my head. See you guys now. <laughs> uh, spent about a decade with J.D. Byrider. J.D. Byrider is a buy-here-pay-here dealership. And then yeah. about a year, a little bit over a year ago, I, I transitioned into the uh, into NIADA and Man, it's it's been a it's been a great ride, but lot, lots of fun, and um, have so many questions. I know we don't have a lot of time. I wish I I wish I could get to these. I'm gonna, Brianna, you're you and Joel both who are going to be presenting at the at the uh, buy here pay here super forum coming up. You guys are going to get your. I'm gonna. Uh, I am. I don't think Joel is coming. Yep. I think they had another colleague of ours. And coming. we're not on a time constraint unless oh, okay. anybody needs to go. So take it away. Take it away. All right. Well, so, okay, so several questions for you guys. So first of all, you said you have 276 cars on your lot. How the hell do I buy I them? just pulled the report, too, because I knew we were going to talk about this. So I pulled uh, the report from my north lot, which is our which are, is our corporate lot, and I wanted to make sure that I knew that number exactly. But, yeah, currently right now, as of this moment, yeah, I have 276 cars on my lot. So somebody mentioned ACV earlier. I think it might have been Ty, and uh, I think I think Vaughn might have might have had some comments about ACV not really working out really well right now. But what I'm thinking, so guys, the buy here pay here space, we we want these cars on our lot. We're not your typical lender where you're taking them and you're dropping them on a you know on a on a sub lot or whatever you guys are calling them there. And um, we want the car with us because we want to turn them around. We want speed. Speed of execution is so important to us. Get them to my lot now. Well, I think I was on a show with Ty uh, and, and Jay uh, not too long ago about how dealers want inventory. Yeah, we, we need inventory bad. So you guys are talking about how your lots are full. Well, you go around to the dealer's lots and what are you seeing? Well, they are for us, though, it's not really our choice where these vehicles go. The, the, the lenders that we work for kind of dictate that and they have these lanes at these, you know, at these brick and mortar auctions and they've had these relationships for a bazillion years. And so we can't just be like, hey, Ally or hey, Ford, like my buy here, pay here buddy wants these cars because they're going to be like, yeah, OK, so it's everybody else. <laughs> 
Oh, that's too bad. Because <laughs> I do want all my horn back. But so that means that ATI, hey, Ty, good news. ATI doesn't have to solve this. NIADA wants to help get the cars off the repo lot onto the dealer's lot. Then you guys need to get in front of the lenders. Yeah, yeah I will tell you. I will tell you this. The, the independent space right now, we probably have about, um, this is anecdotal, uh, maybe 25% um, frontline uh, cars right now that, you know, compared to where we were pre-pandemic, we can't get them. We can't get them. And then when we do get them, they're, they're beat up pretty bad. So we can't get them to our front lots in a timely manner. So, um, man, we're really struggling with that. So I think, I think we, we can probably work something out with there. Well, and Vaughn and I have experimented with the, that situation, right? Like a digital auction. Uh, unfortunately, the provider that we intended to partner with through Texas ARP, that, that didn't work out. Um, so it's not something that, you know, I think repo agents as a whole are against exploring. But again, it really depends on that turnaround time because um, our insurance is so expensive. And, you know, we talked earlier about those fire bombings that happened at, at these two yards in the last year. And I just I want the I want those 276 cars to continually cycle and get out as soon as possible. I don't want to have to sit on them any longer than I than I should because, um, you know, uh, the liability. And I and I realize that that car sales right now are, you know, um, extremely different than they've ever been before. But at some point, that is going to revert back to how it used to be. And I and I just I don't want to have to pay again pay for storage basically and pay for the insurance to yeah. to, to keep these cars on my lot. It- is it the right to cure that – so somebody mentioned right to cure earlier. So so the right to cure, you know, that dictates how long that the, that the lender has to retain a car before they can sell it. they got to give the customer an opportunity to redeem the vehicle, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's, it's all over the page on – it depends on your state on how long that is. But that's typically – I think Vaughn might have said that 20 days is, is kind of a, a typical, right? Um, but, there, but you're keeping these cars a lot longer than that, it sounds like. You know, Ben, I mean, I would love to to find out ways to get those cars to your lot. Um, yeah. I think that the short problem that I would want to represent for our members and this industry is we can't have anything else come into our space where we're giving away something for free that's not adding to our bottom line. So yeah. if it means we can move cars to your lot or they can stay on our lot for 10 days, but there's a fee associated with that, we want we want to be a part of that. But we do yeah. not want to be a part of anything that adds to someone else's bottom line and takes adds more work to us and takes away no no benefit. Well, ACV, I don't, I don't want to beat them up because they're still new to this deal. But under their current structure, there's no benefit for me. Mm. You know? we just well, and I think... I think that they're partnering with forwarders and nothing against our forwarder partners that are in our industry. But I do think that that's problematic for them to approach these forwarders and have them approach the agents to do these services. Because I recently was on a uh, a agent advisory call with a forwarder who offered a um, a remarketing solution from our lots. And um, I kind of had to laugh them off the call. Uh, it was just, I would rather just send it to transport. Ben, well, this how, is, ben, can, how can we get cars to your lot? I would like yeah. to kind of What do we do? That. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, this is, this Vaughn, yeah. I'll tell you, it's a great question. And this is, go ahead, Ty. No, 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 you finish. I'm sorry. 
Well, I was going to say this. I love the fact that I, I have the opportunity to sit down and talk to folks like you guys. Um, I, I, more and more, I'm getting the opportunity to do that, and I'm learning about opportunities that are out there. And where it might be a problem for you guys, I'm looking at it as an opportunity from from the independent dealer. Like we've got cars sitting out there that are that are just sitting, and and we could we could get a hold of those vehicles. How in the world do we make that happen, Vaughn? I don't have the answer right now. I'm just now learning about the problem. So <laughs> I like how you think every problem right. is actually an opportunity, right? It's an opportunity for a solution that can benefit us all. So I yeah. like how you think, and I like this, and and you, I mean, Ben, I'll see you at at, at, at NIADA, but um, I, I obviously I'm not an executive board member. So Joel and Vaughn are going to be the guys that you probably need to have a serious meeting with and discuss these you know, possibilities, because that would be a, it would be a great solution. And I didn't mean to like be dismissive or laugh it off. It, it just really is difficult. Cause like Wayne, he does 80% of his own transports. I kind of wanted to dip my toe in that pond and I realized how much uh, I was biting off. <laughs> um, and I don't really want to do it to be honest. So like, if there's a way that we can partner to, to move these vehicles faster and get dealers inventory and, you know, make the lenders happy and, 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 and whatever, um, with less stress and more revenue. I mean, I'm absolutely a hundred percent in, it's just, it, it definitely is a daunting task, but it's not undoable. That's great. Okay. So Vaughn, I think I hear what you're saying. You're saying I, we can all work together, but there has to be a benefit, right? For, yes. for the agent. So it starts with the rates. We need to negotiate a better rate for the, the entire transaction or the ancillaries or storage or whatever it is, right? right. So the, so you go get it, you bring it back, the lot's full. Now we have Ben here who's like, man, I want these cars, right? So I'm like, hey, Ben, you got a five acre, 10 acre lot I can put in? Ben's like, yeah, I'll have you one tomorrow, okay? So now we got a place, did that cost you anything? No, is there a benefit for you? I don't know, yeah. follow me? I, th I think it, it goes back to the client. Because repossessed vehicles, they have to be sold either through a voice auction or online auction. You can't just right, can't right. take them and sell them. So, but it's conversations like we're having here to get the ball started. I right. think for me, Ty, yeah. representing what what I believe is a, the biggest problem for our agents is these cars sitting on our lot for this terrible word that we call free, and right. that is what we need to eradicate from our industry. We can't give right. away anything so for free. So he, Ben's right. Ben's the guy that we want here because guess who always gets the attention of the, the money people? It's the dealer because I've always said, love the dealer. And the dealer guy, he has a lot of pull and a lot of sway with these finance guys as in, I don't really need to use your product. Sorry. <laughs> right. Well, it's so, especially, especially in the buy here, pay here space because, because we are the lender. Right. Jay hit the ding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You missed the ding. Dang it. Say uh, that again, Ben. Do it again. Take yeah. two. Get the take two. Especially in the buy here, pay here space and lease here, pay here space because we are the lender. <laughs> Where's the ding? The ding, Jay. You know what? I think Ty needs to send me the repo hammer. I'm going to put that up in my office. <laughs> okay, Ben. But ben, are you going to be at Used Car Week, Ben? Uh, no, I'm not. Well, I, yes, so, yes, you are. I don't, yeah, that's not the yeah, You got to be there. Brian, I'm so sorry. I, I actually, I, I attempted to make, I want to get there, but I am going to be in a 20 group, uh, uh, 
part of my part of what I do for NIADA is uh, I I moderate twenty groups, which is a, a group of dealers that get together all across the country, and um, I'll get twenty of them in a room, and we're we're sharing best practices, KPIs, things like this, and you can bet this conversation's coming up. See you yes. now. Now that <laughs> is a ding. Yeah. yeah, ding. Good job, Jay. So I guess what I'm saying is if if you put the if you put the dealer in part of this conversation, I'm just we're talking. Um, they, and we're looking for to benefit the ARA, the recovery, the agent, right? We're going to go get the vehicle. It's going to cost this much. And we're going to take it here. And from here, somebody else's problem is, I mean, I'm just trying to get a gauge for what's fair and reasonable for the for, Well, there's a lot of uh, steps mom. in between recovering that vehicle, right? So, like, we have to have a conversation about keys. We have to have a conversation yeah. about what that inspection looks like before we we are able to, we have to have a conversation about what that transport looks like, right? So, is a, is a third-party transporter going to come and, and, and pick that vehicle up from my lot and take it to whatever dealer? Am I going to transport it myself? Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of different steps that are going to happen in that remarketing process from, you know, yeah. post-repo that we have to explore, and, and we definitely have to go one by one there um before we can just say hey let's take all the cars and give them to you guys i mean yeah. there's a lot of things that have to be um structured and sound and contracted and 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 perfected these processes have to be set in place and, and you're you're by. you're spot on and vaughn vaughn mentioned earlier you know you've got to go to a public sale or you've got to have a private sale i mean there's there's rules around uh, you know, uh, disposition in the vehicle, right? So there's 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 certainly state and federal guidelines that you have to follow about that. But hey, I think it's worth having a conversation because my dealers need cars, and you need to get them off your lots. Yeah. Uh, there's Ben Bill. What's Bill doing? Can Bill come, or is he in a twenty group? Uh, Bill may be able to. Um, I'll check our I'll check our calendar. Janet, not you. You, you guys know Janet is um, uh, Janet is the director of education for NIADA. She's fantastic. She's phenomenal. Um, yeah. And we were just talking about it uh, just last week. So I'm trying to rearrange things um, so I can at least get out there for a day. There's an opportunity I might be able to get there for one day. Uh, so we'll we'll see how it goes. But well, all man, four I, of us will be there. So you, yeah. Well, and there also there's an opportunity if if I don't speak about the the super forum, I'll get I'll probably get fired tomorrow and I won't be available. So <laughs> <laughs> um, the we're, we are having the uh, the buy here pay here super forum. Um, it's coming up in, in November. It's it's going to be fantastic. If you guys want to start meeting and talking to dealers, especially in the buy here, pay here, um, lease here, pay here space, th this is this is just going to be a fantastic convention. Day one, we're going to have three workshops. We're going to we're going to workshop uh, business ops. We're going to workshop uh, digital marketing, and we're going to have a workshop on safeguards role. I actually put a um, a question in the in the uh, in the live comments here a few minutes ago about safeguards. Are, is you know I wonder how everyone's getting prepared for so, that. The FTC changes. I think, I'm going, to the, I think I'm going to the business ops um, workshop, but I am excited about it. And I gotta say, when I uh, you know Amanda Sanchez uh, runs that those Facebook groups, buy here, pay here, success, and buy here, pay here boardroom, and we kind of became friends on Facebook, and that's kind of how I got involved in this NIADA situation is because. Um, I really started paying attention in these groups and kind of became like a vocal member. And that's when like Janet and them asked me if I would like to attend because um, my aim there is to educate the dealers on why it's so important to hire a accredited, you know, um, 
professional repossessor because I realized in these groups that um, some of these dealers were getting absolutely terrible. Just terrible. I can't remember what you called them, but you had a word you called the ones. I, I said they like to play repo. <laughs> That's right. They play repo. There's a lot of people that like to play repo, and then there's people <laughs> who are repo professionals. There is a big big difference that sounds just like auto transport <laughs> <laughs> well november and now 9th you through know 11. why some can't come to our lot we're just trying to help you guys out we're just trying to help you guys out by 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 by, by cheering on those that are truly professional well november, november 9th through 11 in austin yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> november yes. 9th through 11 in austin texas november 9th through 11 and so ty and ben will be live november 9th which is a wednesday after the three workshops which are four hours each and uh and then yeah and then we're going to get a recap and a q and a I, I don't know all of what's going to happen janet's helping organize it it's incredible yeah you can come to my presentation live on ati yeah well, well in brianna if you're going to sit through the business ops uh oh yeah uh, portion of it man she'd be fantastic She's right shoe in right <laughs> yeah there you go great yeah we'll do a, we'll do a live interview all day. You guys know um, I'm always game. Okay. So no, really. Anybody in the yeah. Anybody in you yeah. can still get tickets for this, right? Then mm -hmm. yeah. tickets and then attendance. What do you call uh, it? Uh, yes, I sir. I have a discount code. I got a. I got a. I got a whole graph. Discount code. Well, well, Brianna. Let's plug this. No. Well, hang on, Brianna. You and I aren't allowed to share our discount codes. This oh. is this is Jay's discount code. Oh, oh Jay's got a discount code too. Oh, look, you guys. So, I know, right? Wait a minute. You, you got a oh. You get a discount yes. code. You get a discount code. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like check underneath like your seat. Yeah, Just look yeah. underneath your seat. It's exactly. taped right there. Check underneath your seat. It's ATI Whatever. Live. If you register for the Buy Here Pay Here Super Forum. It's ATI live and it's a hundred bucks off before Friday. I'll put it in the live chat again, but yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> but you, you can use Brianna's code. I don't know. Here's I'm going to put my own per. I want to put my own plug for the buy here, pay here, just so everybody knows like buy here, pay here is honestly always been as a carrier, my favorite business to work with and for, right? I've had, I've done car Mart. I've done, Auto, you know, all these different buy here, pay here companies. And I've learned, they've taught me so much, right? I mean, and what Ben said, you know, the number one thing is hurry up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. giddy up. So how do we giddy up and keep it compliant, keep it clean, keep it lean, all these things and try to everybody get along. And this is where Vaughn comes in, Joel, and, you know, listen to Wayne. And so what, what I'm saying, I'm really serious about this, this conference and I'm, I'll pitch the next one for you. But this is where you really, really understand what's going on. I mean, if I were going to say, uh, hey, I want to get into car hauling, where would I go? Go to the Buy Here, Pay Here conference. And I'm not joking. I mean, you'll yeah. hear me talk about go to Auction Academy, and that's not a joke. I, I think Auction Academy, and there's one other one. But if you, oh, if you so really want to. so many great resources, yeah. Yeah, if you really yeah. want to get into car hauling, Go, go look, watch and learn this. this Guys, this I'll great. give you a stat. It, when, when, I was, when I was deciding to, to come on board with NIADA, I did a lot of research, and, and there's, there's roughly about 40,000 independent dealers across the country, and 54% of those are buy here, pay here, slash lease here, pay here dealers. So you can do the math. There is a lot of opportunity um, out there in this space, and, and there's 14,000 uh, members uh, NIADA. So, you know, we have, we have a we have a large presence. 
that was yeah. a big deal for me too. I really kind of wanted to bridge that gap as well. Like, you know, from us repo people to the transport people from us repo people to the buy here, pay here, because we have kind of, especially a lot of us that are these larger, you know, more established repo companies. Uh, unfortunately, there's been this stigma where we've snubbed our nose at these buy here, pay here's, but I think there's so much opportunity there. And if we can work together and make sure that we're, you know, like, you guys are hiring these compliant accredited repossessors and and like we can educate you on why that's important and we can work together like um then i think you know we can strengthen that relationship as and that network as well and so that was part of the reason i wanted to get involved too when i like met amanda and started to really pay attention to these posts and i was like okay like these people need help a lot of them were like telling me or like saying like posting things like that they do their own repos and i was like Ooh, oh, yes yes ma'am and i think you should do uh, yes, and there's a lot of reasons why right and like I've, I've tried to educate them like well i mean have you actually looked into your laws one um because um in texas for example vaughn knows wayne knows we're actually considered a collection service so like one we're licensed two we have a sales tax and use certificate three we have franchise tax certificate and we also have a certain set of, of laws and regulations that we have to follow as 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 debt collectors basically right and so like concerning personal property concerning that post repo process all of these things so like um yeah yeah, I mean, it's great that you have a key and a GPS, but like another thing is, is like, are you talking to your insurance company? Because even if you're the dealer, are you like, is your insurance company going to cover you? Something terrible happens. And so there's like a, so much risk <clears throat> liability there that I think that maybe these dealers don't understand. And then the other thing for me is like, that's wild. Like just as like a, like a, like a, like a like a consumer based business right so like we w the only time i deal with consumers is like in that post repo process right but like i didn't sell them the car i can imagine like trying to sell someone a car and then also repossessing it that's wild to me like how do you yeah. that that like your reputation if you're doing both that it just seems like it's so risky and 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 dangerous well and our and our customers you know you bring up a really good point uh, really the buy here pay here business and and i think i think the independent dealer uh, just in general it's a relationship business with a customer and it always has been and and i know we're moving towards especially through the pandemic we all learned how to do online applications and online approvals and we're all getting more digital and you know all that stuff is happening um but it's still a relationship business and it always will be and when you have to you know, when you're when you're forced to have to repossess someone's vehicle, it's it's not an easy conversation to have. I mean, you're trying to problem solve and help them as much as you can, um, but but you, you know, bring up a really good point there. You really do. Yeah, it just seems like I mean, I wouldn't want to do that if I had a car lot. I mean, I'd probably be like, hey, Vaughn, can you repo my cars if I had a car lot? Because <laughs> I don't want to go like I don't be like, hey, look, I'm gonna sell you this car, and like also like then they're gonna be like, well, what do you mean? Like you wouldn't work with me, and like you're just gonna take my car, and like all these things. Like it seems like that that would create a, a a divide between like you and your customer base, and might create some reputational issues for you. Whereas you could just hire a professional who. I mean, that's what we do, right? Like, let uh, let someone else be the bad guy so you can continue to be the good guy. That's that's your job as a dealer, right? Your job is to sell. My job is to recover collateral. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, that was great. 
It was Whoa. deep. Hey, we, I felt like we covered some ground. So We're going to have to do deep. it again. I mean, we got, we got a lot of info here. Wow. Yeah, and we made a lot neat. of cool connections. Yeah. yeah. Good job, everybody. Hey, Thank I, you. you know what, though? I'm sorry, you guys. I didn't mean to, like, dom like, like, minute, like, like, dominate that conversation but i have had to like think about all these things because i'm doing all these different presentations now and so like i have like all these slides and i've been like my whole brain has been racking about like why it's so important for us well that's what i like brianna that's what i like about this show that's why we do shows before shows especially yeah. if you're going to present or talk i mean it really does kind of get your head thinking right and you're you know we're there are people watching we, you may not feel that now but so this this is one of the things that Jay's actually done that I, I just absolutely love these energy shows. You know, going into mm -hmm. the buy here pay here next week in or November 9th through eleventh down in Austin, Texas. You can sign up if you really want to go. I'll be there. Uh, ben will be there. Rihanna will be there. So if you're anywhere in the area, sign up. Jay's put the link with the discount. We'd love to meet you. Bring you on. I think it'd yeah. be great, and the and you will learn a lot. I promise. Buy here, pay here teaches you a lot. So. And if and if you can't go, or you don't know, you can call or text Ty to follow <laughs> up on right. Ty. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't go, but I want to stay connected. Right. Yeah, but absolutely. And if you're looking for something specific, definitely call me. I I mean, you know, that's what what happens at these – and Jay and I have had talks like, man, how come you guys don't have a booth and set up a little cool deal and this and that? And it's like, well, for number one, I I'm really enjoy engaging with everybody. I mean, yeah. the first right. – We'd have NIA to find somebody to put at the booth because it's not going to be us. Yeah. yeah. The, the first NI-80 I went to, I mean, just me, that was the very first one that I've ever been. That was the really, really incredible. And this buy here, pay here that we're talking about, that's next week. So, and this is funny, Ben, just so you know, Jay and I had a talk. It's been a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I said, okay, look, man, if, if, if the world came to an end and you had to pick two conferences that you could only go to a year, he's only asking two. the question live. <laughs> Right. <laughs> if you could just pick two, what would you go to? So I, I got my two favorite, NIADA and the IARA. I love digital. I've had good times and I appreciate all these other ones. But from from the standpoint of really engaging with real people that are like, wow, this is crazy. They, they, yeah. Those are good ones. So OK, I want to hear your answers, though. What's your two? Whoa, this is we're really doing Whoa. this. Wow. What's your two? <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> And there's a lot I haven't been to, especially in the repo arena. So. Yeah, amen. There's a lot we haven't We're, been to. We found out about a new one called, what was it, SEMA? SEMA, which is, which is, I Sema's. think, aftermarket. Is that aftermarket? SEMA for cars, though? Like, car, like, yeah, it's like automotive it, aftermarket. Yeah, yeah. Which for, like, would be huge, cars. depending on what you're doing. And yeah. it really, what's interesting about this trade show question, it's such a loaded question, is that it, it is. really depends on what you do. Who's your customer? Yeah. And what are you trying I, to improve on? Per personally, I think, you know, for the trade shows, I, I think the more education you can get, the, the better you're going to be. And the more networking you can do and the more people you can meet. I mean, I, I guarantee you I'm going to be reaching out to the folks on this on this uh, on this broadcast as often as I possibly can. You guys will probably block my number. So, 
the thing, see, I no, mean, because this we'll is be, what we do. Thank you, Ben. We're being it's real amazing. careful. So just so you know, like used car week is is amazing. Bill is Bill and his exactly. gang are just so unreal. I and then, so when we say when we break it down, that's yeah. one of mine. Yeah. Me too. Definitely. Mine's used car week in NARS. I That's mean. where I see the most people that I want to connect with. Yeah. Right. And that and see context, right? Bill, so when I say that. that. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> when not I say, that I'm not excited about the buy here, pay here super forum. I'm but super excited. Car week in NARS it. are definitely my two. See, that's why it, oh, you will be. If you have to pick two, it's really hard. But that NIA date, when was that? July? That was insane. Was it June? Yeah. Oh, June. Man. It's in June. It was off the hook. That was yeah. so. Uh, Joel, this, isn't NAF coming up too? I got an email for speakers. Oh, that's NAF this, coming up as well. Is that tomorrow, Joel? No, no, no. It is coming up for speakers. Oh, AF, or I don't know. NAF. It's always in June in uh, Plano, Texas. And then um, uh, we just did our planning committee for the North American Repossessor Summit. That's going to be next April in Orlando. Ooh. And one of the things that we were talking about that oh, went so over really well last year was we had a live demonstration of a uh, vehicle being placed on a wrecker. We had to pull out the uh, the dollies and show how they're applied. It was a real life scenario that you got to see hands on questions, be able to look and feel, touch the equipment. And um, things like that um, we're finding are very valuable for our partners, such as the yeah. lenders, the forwarders. Yeah. Perhaps the transportation community would, would be interested in kind of seeing that as well, just to understand, you know, we don't set appointments Right. I mean, we, we can for for volunteers, but, you know, a lot of times we're, we're picking up the vehicle. We don't have all the the, the things kind of wrapped around it. So it's kind of nice to understand each yeah. other's plight. Yeah. What's that conference, Joel? It's the North American Repossessor Summit. You can get to it from the. Is Repo that NARS? Network. Is that the same thing? No. Yeah. Yeah. OK, we wanted to go to that to Colorado with Repo Ryan. But Remember? okay, so it's not in it's not in Colorado next year. It's in Orlando. It's in Orlando, yes. and we, okay. we were just at the facility last week. It's a fantastic facility. Yeah, um, you're going to that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. You know, look, look, we're we've we've been fortunate to to have some fantastic growth. You know, Brianna was involved, like I mentioned, was involved in in us putting together the Repo Alliance during during the peak of the pandemic. I mean to get government relations support like that. I mean, we're really moving and shaking. And I think that- What have we raised so far, Joel? I think we raised almost $400,000. Something like that. I mean, it's 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 great work. We huh. have uh, a lot better access to information, to the decision makers for the purposes of sharing information. That's really what it is. Cause we have the fact and the data and I got news for you. The regulators really want it too. And the CFPB yeah. will be sending a speaker to NARS. So. We're really kind of trying to elevate ourselves to that to that next level. And um, I just have to thank you all for having us on the show. I have to thank. Uh, thank you, guys. I have yeah. to thank the industry, everybody, because people really are coming yeah. together underneath one flag, as Vaughn was kind of talking about. So um, I'm just really optimistic about the future. Mm. Good job. We're so thankful yeah. that you all spent so much time with us. Yeah, and energy that was great. and information. This was a real energy show. This I didn't, was, even, this I didn't was, even talk yeah. about that because I was so focused on when the lot is full of jabronis, by the way. <laughs> well, okay, so what is a jabroni? I, is this like some kind of industry thing? Uh, he's a jobber. 
<laughs> jobber. Yeah, you can end up on his back. This is my new favorite word ever, by yeah. the way. Jabroni. New favorite word ever. <laughs> yeah. so, so, hey, you ever, you, ever seen, you ever seen Star Trek? You know that dude that shows up in the different shirt? And you're like, I've never seen that guy before. He's dead. Like the first. Yeah. That's a jabroni. That's a jabroni. <laughs> okay, that's a jabroni. All right. All right. Well, that was what I'm taking away. It's okay. That was great. Everybody, thank you so much. That thank was awesome. You very so yeah, thanks, everybody. Thank it's great Kennedy, to meet you guys. Vaughn, great Clemens, to meet everybody. Wayne, Cox, you were too quiet. Ray, You're going to have ben to Goodman. come back again. Bye, you yeah. guys. Have a good night. Thank you, thank you very much. We'll see thanks, you guys. on the show coming soon. Thank you all. All thank right, you. I'm going to let him go. And, uh, and thank you, Ty Thompson and uh, everybody in the live chat. Wow, amazing show. We never know exactly what's going to happen. Um, and, uh, that was like a legit conference live. And I'll tell you, that's one of the things is that, um, I mean, the question came up in the live chat, you know, well, they're, you know, we've have established organizations. Well, but is it getting the job done? And, and you know, you, you saw it live, like it, it's as if we, there's never been a conversation, you know, there has been. But how can there be uh, so many questions and so many gaps? But there are, and we're here to try to help. Um, and we know we didn't we didn't follow all the oh, Mike check one two we didn't follow all the rules and we didn't go through all the red tape. Um, but uh, man, dang it, these we're talking about conversations that need to happen, and so that's what we're here for. That's what we're trying to help do. I want to thank everybody in the live chat once again. I want to thank all the live guests tonight. Thank you so much, Joel Kennedy, Vaughn Clemens, Brianna Cox, Wayne Ray, Ben Goodman, Ty Thompson. Um, thank you, Superflow Systems, for the uh, Super Live Chat, Transport Auto Quoter. Yes, thank you, Preon Auto Logistics, Murphy Auto Transport Services, Rapid Recon, McAllister's Transportation Group, and and really, again, everybody in the crosshairs of this issue for saying hello in the live chat and adding. To the list of issues i would say this if you're if you're in any way going to try to help solve this problem you can literally use this show and live chat as fodder for what to fix for days and weeks to come it's ati auto business my name is jay please let me know how we can help you and we want to see you at a trade show coming up whether it's one that we mentioned buy here pay here super forum or use car week um, those are both in November, and then, man, kicking it back off in January, NADA is coming up, and, and man, it, and around and around it goes, let us know how we can help. And if you want to set a meeting, want to try and talk about some of these issues, maybe set up a show, send me an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. I sure do appreciate you taking the time to join us here on ATI Auto Business on Tuesday Nights Live. We'll be back again. We do have our Thursday show on Dispatching Live. If you want to continue a conversation like this, try out Cars on the Move on Fridays at noon. And look for the Car Shipping Titans show next Tuesday night. That's going to be amazing. Thank you all so much for tuning in. My name is Jay. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out, everybody. Thank you.